What it do, family? It's your boy Moan J, and you're now tuned into another episode of Young Black and Opinionated, episode 44, The Quiet Storm. Who <laughs> <laughs> said if I snitch plan? Say that again. It's encore, encore, encore. Um, <laughs> I was about to spit though. Yeah. Um, episode forty-four, right? Forty-four. Forty-four. Why did put? Why did put ninety-four on the note? I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I did. Like, I put ninety-four. I was like, Ooh. I was looking correct, but when I clicked on it, it said forty-four. I, like, <laughs> I corrected myself. There we go. I said my manager was coming out. I had it. I put my phone away. <laughs> <laughs> I had my phone away real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Ooh, 94. Yeah. He said forty-four. 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 So are you working? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 44, y'all. How y'all feeling this week? I am. I bought my glasses. Can you um, see? How many fingers I got? I, you have four. Uh, none. Zero. None. You have none now. I can see. I can see real close, but I can't see I far can't away. See. So, Man. yeah, five. Not <laughs> 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 Throwing up gang signs. That's how I will be in LA. In two weeks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so so I had to drive to work without my glasses, and that was very interesting. Yeah, I, I yeah. took my time. And, um, so you use that signal. <laughs> right. I was doing everything. Um, but, yeah, so, and then yeah. Um, I had a football game on Wednesday. We got popped. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you, did 7 you, to 49. How did Damn. you do in, in terms of endurance and, you know? Oh, it was good. I mean, that part was great. I was, in, I was in, me and my brother were linemen, but the women on the teams, they, than you. they cold. I would hope. So I didn't know though. I think this kind of sexist, but yeah. let me know. If a woman scores a touchdown, it's nine points, it's as more opposed than to six. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's kind of. I don't know. Is that sexist to y'all? Like, should y'all get six points because no equality? You said you know equality. I mean, I kind of feel like they, they that's not fair. I, yeah. I agree. Because, like, hey, if you, it's co ed, I'm it's assuming. Mm-hmm. No, everybody should, it should be the same amount, yeah. no matter what. The exactly women score, they get nine points, bro. Yeah. But Is it tackle? No, no, flag. Flag. Oh, okay. Oh, you. Mm-hmm. Unless I was, believe I'd be tackling. Ugh, you gotcha. better give me nine points. Ah, gotcha. Yo ass. Right. Nasty <laughs> ass. Yes. So, oh, right there. You said it's the flag, not ass, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Who said security? That's funny. <laughs> Boys. Nah, but um, what about you, Lassie? How you feeling this week? I'm feeling real, real good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. No, I'm I'm just you hear I'm, just I'm happy. I'm in a, a good mood. Um, um you know, well. you know how when things fall together, okay. just, you know, they out here. Like so the domino just pretty much. They out here. Have you been doing this? Don't promote. Store Coke on that show. Please. <laughs> really? That's what he's doing in his spare time, yeah. We just gonna call this month right. Stack Timber. So yeah, Next month right. is Stack Timber. Stack Timber? No, that's November. Yeah. Either way. So Stack Timber. We just we just decided to go on a little a stack, you know, stack the next until until after New Year's, so we really won't be seeing that much of each other, which we both like. Ooh, but we gotta do. We gotta do. Yeah, we gotta do. We gotta do. Yeah, y'all agree on it. Y'all good. And um, it's my man over there. Save for my birthday too, so we can be (laughs) right in January. Okay, where we going in January? I want to go to Egypt. Mm, Okay. I got I some other better. stuff on my little list. Maybe better so. pull that up because I'm then my vacation time will read. It's not gonna so. be that. It's not gonna be that expensive. Okay. You use literally a rollover time. That's what I usually do. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you? I had a good week this week. Um, you did. I've been trying to be. <laughs> I'm coming through this plan. I've been. Try- <laughs> Came through to meet you. Girl, I can't wait to. No, I've been um, trying to. I've just been everywhere. I've been trying mm-hmm. to get everything done. Um, as we all know, I am Reese Barry. That's Ara. E E S E B E R R A. 
Four Wise. That's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Lassie. And I am Lassie. Y'all can follow me on Snapchat at Lola Baby, B A Y B E E. And on Instagram and the Twitter at La Creme Lola. <laughs> and this is your boy Moanje. That's M W A N J E. That's I G Facebook. And Moanje the Gemini. Um, that's Snapchat, Twitter, and Tumblr. And uh, Moanje, you got in for Leopard. Ow. Arr. So, yeah, we have our radio show. Yes. River West Radio, WXRW 104.1. Mm-hmm. And um, what are we going to be on? Tuesdays at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. 8 to 9. It's an hour. Hour long. We live, y'all. We live. Yeah. Live so. as fuck. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm um, excited. I am, too. So. What, is, like, what do you think? What do you want to get out of it? Like, what's your... Your thoughts well i essentially i guess want to um kind of expand a little bit more into the community mm-hmm. i think that we'll get people that probably don't know too much about like podcasting they just know that this is something that they listen to within the community of milwaukee right. um and just kind of you know touch those type of people and then you know introduce them to our podcast podcast and um in general excuse me and um yeah just just kind of do what we do and um get a, a i really want to get a feel of that radio you know that yeah that liveness so i think it'll be it'll be dope so we're going to be on um uh riverrestradio.com you can listen live there on the radio if you're in the perimeter of milwaukee uh 104 wait 104.1 right yeah (laughs) yeah sorry i messed it up 104.1 lp um you can listen on your radio from 8 to 9 p.m um it'll also be uploaded to soundcloud so we'll get you the information too um and then there's an app called tune in you can also listen live there as well too um, so def- uh, a couple of different ways to listen. I think it'll it'll be really dope. So uh, what y'all, about you, Lassie? Y'all get more YBO. Yeah, yeah. More YBO. and they've been asking for it too, right, y'all? They have the supper club. <laughs> so what y'all got this? What y'all? What else y'all got? I want to hear more. I'm like, so mm-hmm. I, I think it'll be a good addition for us, and it'll be well, um, hoping it'll be different than yeah actual YBO. So it's not gonna be YBO compressed into an hour. It's gonna yeah. be just. YBO edited it. Yeah. yeah. Edited this is YBO on cut right here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it'll, it'll be night. us on a radio Late platform. Night. So, you know, um, we won't be taking calls, um, but, you know, tweet us. Definitely. I would enjoy if y'all tweet us, Facebook right. us. It'll be another way for us to con- get in contact with our fans. Right. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, definitely check us out on that. Also, that way, I was going to say that way y'all can actually live tweet us. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. And then we can actually talk about it while we're, yeah. you know, while you're listening. Yeah. If you can't call it, well, we can't take calls, but yeah. And um, <clears throat> if you do also go to our we- go to our website too, not if you do, go to our website, uh, ybopodcastmke.com. Um, our shirts are actually there live on sale. We really didn't do too much. Um, promoting this week of that So just to throw that out there um, Get our shirts Check out our website Make sure you answer Our question of the week That's on the website It's so amazing It's yeah. a great feature yeah, yeah That's what we're posting And we're posting it On our website It's no longer on Instagram Or Facebook It's on our website So you have to physically Go to our website YBOPodcastMKE.com And it's literally At the top It'll take you five seconds Tap your name And then your answer Like period It'll come directly to us So right. um, definitely Check out the website Get your website, over there And get on the website <laughs> <laughs> um, y'all got anything else for the people? What else do they need to know? Just check us out. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I'm super excited to go on this new venture. You know, we just ended our, we just had our one year celebration, yeah. and now we are yeah, heading year. into te- technically the second venture. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and this year has been a lot. It's been crazy for us. Um, you show who this. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. Uh, we've been doing our thing, no, you know. And I'm, I'm, well, Luane said, I'm proud of me, but I'm proud of us. So. Proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> proud of me. Yeah. So, oh, shout man. out to YBO, y'all. What yep. about your friends? Hey, hilarious. <laughs> I don't know where this um, one came from. <laughs>
Milwaukee. What's going on in Milwaukee, y'all? What What's is going, going on in Milwaukee? So I know y'all know that. I know we've talked about this in previous episodes about like how cops should actually be involved in the neighborhoods that mm-hmm. they're gonna be in. So I saw this article and it said, um, Milwaukee cop house program about to become reality. So um just to sum it up, basically that these officers are going to be living in these areas um and building relationship with the community members. Mm-hmm. I think like, I've seen that. It really said the first couple lines, a new cop house program has Milwaukee police officers living in certain neighborhoods as a way to crack down on crime. The program is designed to build relationships with community members. Um, Alderman Tony Zelensky says it's all about community-oriented policing, improving neighborhoods, and making them safer for families. Um, so I thought that was dope because not only is that something that we've talked about, it's something that I think a lot of people also have said needs to happen especially yeah. with the way things have been going on um so i think i thought it was we'll see how it works out but yeah i i read some comments because as y'all know i'm right. a big comment reader i was looking i think 12 channel 12 or channel 6 i think it's channel 12 and a lot of the comments was like well why would they put them in the area like there's going to be crime people are going to try to like shoot up the house or you know like um do drive-bys very negative it's very negative i just thought that it was interesting because you know people always got something to say right it says that the program won't be up and running until at least spring 2018 so um yeah yeah they're looking for houses to put these people into it may um go back to the idea of if you're working in a community living in a community so right i mean i i don't want to think negative i think that it would be something that that's how you gain the the trust right of the, yeah. the people like like we said before hey um hey officer bob yeah you know this going <laughs> My on cat stuck in the tree right you know <laughs> i think it, i think it'll be better yeah hopefully yeah. that's what i'm hoping hey that's ray ray don't shoot him right you say whatever, nigga. <laughs> it's not funny. What, what you think about that, Mwanja? I think, think that's a great idea. I've been advocating that. Um, I think since the beginning we started this podcast, I think we had a conversation about that. We had a few um, conversations. Yeah, a few about conversations it. about that. So, um, and I think that, I think that the community might be a little bit more safer, and then that people will trust the uh, trust law enforcement a little bit more as well too, because like I said, you build a relationship with this law officer and. I, like I said before in, in um, previous episodes, like, you know, you're having a rough day, right. you know, you speeding or something like that, trying to get home, the officer pull you over. Oh, this is, you know, Daquan. And, um, <laughs> Why you know, have that name? <laughs> I can't think of that name. Um, but, Terrible. hey, you know, I, oh, you live down the street. Yeah, I, I, you know, I saw your kids playing basketball the other day. Um, you know, I'm left you up with a warning. No, just right. drive slightly. You know, I drive. Think, I think it'd be slower. good in theory, not to cut you off. I think it'd be good in theory, um, but I think the the officers that are placed in these neighborhoods need to be open minded. They Absolutely. actually need to yeah. be open to the idea to building the relationships with these people, getting out there, actually wanting to talk and meet with the people that live in that neighborhood. Because why put them out there if they're just gonna stay in the house and just do their job, but not um, get to know the people yeah. they're surrounded by? Because that's what's going to help them, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think it'll be a way for them to understand what it's like to be in that community versus going home out in Mequon or some shit and coming back and actually just, right. oh, right, let me go to work. Like, it's, it's a way to, you know, like we all said, kind of get to know the community. So I definitely think that's a good idea. Um, 
uh, I guess as our listeners, what do you guys think? Rather, if you're from Milwaukee or not, I know it's different communities outside of Wisconsin or right. Milwaukee are very, very similar in terms of Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee p- people and um, police uh, contact or whatever. Right. Um, so I guess let us know y'all opinions. Um, definitely hit us up on our website, YBOPodcastMKE.com. Um, I actually put a box up there, too. We, we got question of the week, then I'll put one up for just any comments or anything from our episode. Questions, so, comments, concerns? Yeah, hit us up there. No. Or just email us, YBOPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, especially those uh, communities that are have something like this already going on. I kind of want to see how, yeah. you know, what, what what's working, what's not working, what could be improved and stuff like that. That'd be interesting to um, definitely see. Yeah. And then also they have the, um, the Silver Spring area. They have that park. Um, I want to call it, it's like a recreation center park. It's outside. Where on Silver Spring? It's um, <clears throat> where, not Berryland. Was it Westlawn? Is mm. that what it is? Where Westlawn used oh, to be. Oh, okay. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Behind so those houses. Yeah, that it's actually behind built. the Silver Spring Community Center. So right. that's what they, what it, I don't know if it's still Browning because Browning used to be up the street, but they moved mm. it to the community center. So okay, right behind it, yeah. So oh, that's what's up. I've seen a lot of videos. People, I know they've been working on. I think we even talked about it when they started. They yeah. uh, presented the project. It, right. They they're working with the Bucks. So um, y'all got any more inform- any more feedback? Y'all heard anything about? Um, it? I didn't hear anything, but I just saw the pictures and I thought that it was nice for the community because. You know, I feel like if kids got nice stuff to have, yeah. they'll, you know, they'll be like, okay, let's I go. understand how to treat it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's interesting. It's it's in conjunction um, uh, with the new stadium that's being built downtown. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about it is that the team and Justin Controls will donate $60,000 annually for the next 10 years toward wow. the community um, mm-hmm. programming at Browning and Silver Spring. So I guess this is probably one upkeeping. Of, yeah, upkeeping. Yeah. This is probably one of their first projects that they're going to try to um, build here and just looking at some pictures of it it's, I think it's going to be great because um, that area is more of the economically um, disadvantaged students that go there and they need something to do after school and you know playing ball or just being active period is something good um, for students um, for students and just people or kids in general in that area because there's nothing to do besides just hang around and you know. I feel like I'm being petty but how long were they working on this because not I mean it's not fall yet, but I'm thinking like, okay, damn, it's gonna be snowing in a couple months. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't know. remember when we presented. It was one of the episodes we talked about the okay. the idea of. I think it's around the time we went to DC. I want to say. Okay, so like, and that was November. November. Yeah, so maybe a year. Or so that's mm, that's not too not bad. too bad. Yeah, so uh, um, have a couple months. To- yeah, they get the rest of it, and then next year they'll be able to go out there and um, do some things. Right. So maybe it'll it'll be time for some. They'll have time to come up with ideas and stuff on right. games or whatever for kids or people to do. So shout out to that the books everybody who's a part of it. Again, I think that's a great idea. Um, I same. Think, I, but, think, I just like how just um, the community is just being involved. The money is being put into these areas that people kind of looked over or glanced over. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you know people spend money, uh, even yeah. even the um, you know economically disadvantaged or challenged, they do still spend money. So it's, I think people are starting to see that there is an opportunity there. And who knows, this might be opening up an opportunity for jobs for people. You know, to maybe they need refs at the games or something like right. that, or you know, some people to upkeep the park or what have you, or you know, right. sell stuff at the park. So I think this is a great opportunity, and I just like the fact that. Um, community leaders and people uh, investors are seeing the value in uh, these communities that like I said uh, once again they just glanced over and, and didn't really pay attention to so I'm excited to see Milwaukee within the next five years um, five to ten years so I think Milwaukee will be on up and up and yeah it's gonna be some nice stuff going on Definitely. I, I, I want to be I part agree. of it yeah shout out to Milwaukee y'all 
question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. I gotta get all my cussing out. Let it on out, sis. Let it on out. Oh, yeah. FCC come after us. Right. Question of the week from episode 43 going into 44 was if you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with your extra with the extra time? Was he? <laughs> Got her. I know you was ready last week, so mm-hmm. um, I said that I would use the time to do something creative, make music, um, create graphics, um, shit, binge watch a show with my boo. Um, that's how I would spend time. Oh, and then you said travel, so I'm throwing travel. Yeah. You know, there's a show I would would recommend you do that if you had the opportunity. What happened on Monday on Netflix? I thought you said it was a movie. It's a movie. I'm sorry. It's a movie. Oh yeah, we was gonna watch it, but it's really good. We, we got some movies lined up. I still haven't seen Temptations. But anyway. Because your touch, your touch <laughs> has gone cold. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. What about you, Moan Jay? Work the way I do. <laughs> but you can't. I had to get that out. Go ahead. <laughs> I got to say the whole line. <laughs> the Temptations. Um, but no, um, I would do the same thing. I'd be create something creative uh, or even read. Um, just something right. that uh, just keep me occupied because you know what they say, but I don't mind. But um, definitely creating music and things like that. Um, and yeah, yeah, Reese. Let me get that cut the chat song. <laughs> oh, ooh, I like this song. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to cut the chat. <laughs> Shoot pull up. up on them. Hey, can I watch that with y'all? I like watching it with people. You can, because I like to get up and just shit. I never met a girl. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Um, I said travel before. Yeah, I love traveling. It's 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 dope. Um, I too. I said last episode if I could just cut out work and just travel. Money you paid to travel. That'd be dope, right? Uh, um, but it, this the question talks about sleeping. So yeah, okay. definitely travel all day, all you know. I said it last week. I think traveling um, is a good way to um, get to know people, different cultures, see different things, scenery. Just kind of being on the plane, kind of experiencing every little thing that comes right. with it. Um, it, it's just dope And I think that it, Like we talked about With black men traveling Or anybody traveling Right Everybody get out here Whether it's to Chicago Madison mm-hmm. you know, Southside Bayview Whatever Outside of Philly Outside of mm-hmm. Freaking Houston Philly, Whatever you gotta though, yeah. do Travel somewhere and, and experience different things And um Remember we were going to um, South Africa And then uh, I think <laughs> on the way back And we hit that pocket of turbulence We looked at each other <laughs> And we fell asleep <laughs> You just gave us prayer up Like Please God Please God make it do Because <laughs> We got we got toward like the the um, the African like I guess the African continent like toward North Africa. We yeah, was like, like the air was just different. Yeah, 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 the air was yeah, just different. I think that was on the way there. <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah, was on the way yeah, there because yeah. they said we got to like Spain and it was good and uh-huh. it was like okay. And then as soon as we hit like the whatever the, the piece of the water is, sorry, yeah. I don't know, um, like uh, Morocco. Yeah. Excuse me, guys, we got a little bit turbulent. I'm like, oh <laughs> hell no, we got He's a whole like, continent to go through. It, yeah. Everything else was smooth though. Yeah. So yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it was long as fuck. Um, KLM It's Delta Dutch KLM, Airline Yeah Okay um, So we got some um, Social media answers Again we're posting sure this On our website Which is YBOPodcastMKE.com Yes YBOPodcastMKE.com 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 One last time YBOPodcastMKE.com That's so corny They need to hear this Um Submit your answers there. That's where the question will be. Uh, shout out to Real McCoy. He says, write and create way more music and play more video games because currently most of my time not sleep is dedicated to working on and plotting on how to how to work slash get 
work slash adult better. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> so you just the rim girl. You Why you rocking the streets, my baby? <laughs> oh, okay. You so petty. Um, shout out to Liz. She said I'd read more and um and slow down doing everything else, i.e. stuff like washing, cleaning, cooking, etc. The more the need to hurry up and get things done would go away. And then we did get an answer from Neek, but it's not in my saved. I don't know why I didn't um Shout out to Neek. Yeah, I did bookmark it, but it didn't pump up. At least I thought I did. Neek said, um, with extra time I will work on my blog and my brand. Shout out to Victorious Not Victims. Um so I got Victorious one more Victims. And what from, you got? Um T S T S go to our website. <laughs> right. <laughs> You gonna comment? Well, I did not. He said, "If I had extra time, I would spend it working out, reading, preparing better for work, and definitely kicking it with my lady." I'm coming You're through to meet you, lady. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. That's my. I love You're Angela. My baby. That's one of the my favorite albums, Brown Sugar. It is amazing. It's only one song that I'm not totally a fan of, but every song is great. I'm gonna check that out. So yeah, so that's our question of the week from episode uh, 43 going into 44. Again, it's if you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with the extra time? Yes. Yeah. Shout out to question of the week. <laughs> In the news. In the news. In the, news. In the mother. Okay. So. <laughs> she said. <laughs> <it> all out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I've been wanting to talk about this for what? Like three weeks? Yeah. yeah. Since our live show. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was watching. Um, I think it would have been great to talk about with a crowd, but whatever. I was watching. I like PBS documentaries, as some of you guys should know. So I seen one on. I think it came out in May of this year. It was about the affordable um, housing crisis, which mm. was in Dallas. It focused on Dallas, Texas. Um, so it it was kind of interesting. I'll just kind of do a brief synopsis of it. It kind of started with um, I think like two different single moms. Um, they were like getting evicted from their homes. One was in the process of moving. One was living out of her van. Um, so I guess the whole idea of it or the the conversation of it started with a lot of these people were actually homeowners and when the housing market crisis happened in 08 a lot of these people um lost their homes and then they had to uh rent homes which put them in um competition with other people that already rented homes obviously um especially people that needed the um affordable housing um so they were saying just kind of talked about um how the federal government, they spend about $50 billion each year to um, help poor people with housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were talking about how the Section 8 vouchers are handed out. Um, and it just gets overwhelming because, all you know, we've seen in Milwaukee how when they let people know, like, hey, we have openings, the lines right. are at places are, like, stupid long. Right. So um, it was just interesting to kind of understand, like, um, for certain people how they've gotten there. It's not necessarily just being poor for a long time. It's just that housing crisis um, um, when the housing market crashed, it kind of just took them down on a, on a road that they, you know, didn't plan to be on. Um, so then they kind of got into the talk about... Um, the goal of the the Section 8 vouchers is to give people a chance to move to neighborhoods that will create better opportunity for themselves or for their children. Um, so one woman was on there talking about how zip code is destiny, how um, they were talking about researchers from Harvard and I think Stanford um, said that when kids are younger and they, they're more likely to go to school and they're, they're able to get good grades and continue on, like go to high school, go to college, um, earn more money, don't do crime or drugs, uh, teen pregnancy would drop. Um, and then they would it would be a bigger a better impact for them to live in these better communities and right. section eight housing. Um, then it got into how it was a specific um, city outside or a town outside of Dallas, Texas, which is called McKinney, Texas. Um, I think one of my AAU um, teammates moved there years ago, and it was talking about how um, this woman was actually building 
Um, she was the process of developing a new um, Section 8 building, um, which actually it had market rate apartments in there. It had affordable rate and then it had some Section 8 vouchers. Um, and it was actually McKinney and Frisco, Texas. So they wanted to um, bring the low income house into the community, but the community and the people had a couple issues with that. So I know a lot of the residents were concerned about um, traffic, overcrowded schools, and they worried about low income housing. And at first I was just kind of like, I get it, but like, what's, what's the real issue behind it? So one of the um, people that lived in the community, like in their own home was interviewed and she was just kind of like, well, she thought that the, the people that came from these environments were different from her. She was kind of like the lifestyle. Um, she thought that they were like working class single moms and that they were people that were struggling to keep their heads above water. And she kind of felt like she wasn't that that wasn't her. Mm. And she felt that um, like the people just weren't in the same class as her and her neighbors. Um, so that kind of had me like, oh, OK. And then she said that the Section 8 people um, would say that her and her neighbors had like a, a better opportunity, you know, to kind of be where she is because she was a white woman. And I, I, I think she was kind of targeting black people or colored people. And she she just kind of like, well, shoot, I mean, you could say that I had this opportunity, but she was like, I don't look at millionaires, you know, or Bill Gates or somebody that is rich and go and say, hey, well, you know, uh, why don't I have a yacht or why don't I have a billion dollars? And she said, you know, I feel like poverty is a mindset so i kind of wanted to stop right there and ask you guys do you think that poverty is a mindset like is it something that you have to say let me get out of this or are there other like factors that you know like this that trickle into because she's just like i just think it's a mindset like i don't ask why bill gates and them got a yacht like i just do what i gotta do versus just being poor um it's a lot to uh slide into that um poverty is something it is that it can be a mindset or it i would say it is a mindset um, but there's still a lot of outside factors that um, do involve, like, say, for instance, I, I think we were talking to um, KP and Jen about this yesterday on their podcast, uh, Jeff and Lady. And we're, I said that, you know, a lot of times when you grow up in a community where your 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 parents are behind the curve, they have you. Well, a lot of the things that they, they didn't have, they didn't save for a college fund. They didn't save for, um, you know, for you to money for you to when you get 18 or 25 to open up a business. A lot of people don't have life insurance. So when they die. Now you're stuck with this, you know, then now right. their body's in the, the coroner's office for three or four weeks because you can't, you know, you're trying to scrape up money or get a GoFundMe to, you know, do the uh, funeral. So um, those factors are something that you can't control. I was born here. I was put in this place. Right. It's not my fault that my parents didn't have money. I wasn't even here yet. But then on top of that, too. You do get a mindset because the way your parents raised you and they and they taught you and teach you, if, you know, if they don't save money, most likely probably you're not going to save money. Right. Um, so it, it can be a mindset and it can be something that uh, could be deadly um, for, you know, certain communities. But um, but there I, I would say that there are some outside factors that uh, would be um, prevalent as well yeah i want to say it goes with the initial statement i forget who it was but when she said that when you put people like this in a certain community that's a little bit better kids when they're younger they're able to say let me go to middle school elementary school middle school high school college let me better myself because they'll be in a different place because a lot of the women i think the two women that were talking at the beginning one was like i ain't got to worry about my house getting broken into i don't got to worry about getting shot things like that she mentioned because i think she kind of said living in the hood so the woman asked her like what do you mean by that um and i think it was 
towards the end, one of them, her car, she was staying with a friend and her car got towed, like in the process of recording with the show. And mm. it was like, damn. So that's where she was living at. She just happened to be, you know, kind of in between living with one of her friends. So it, it just kind of struck me like, wow, when the lady was just like, you know, these people aren't like me, you know, they may say like, hey, you know, you know, I, you're you, 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 you're kind of privileged, you know, that you don't have to start where we started. I just thought that, you know. Is I guess Lassie, do you think poverty is um is a mindset? That's kind of what she said. Like that's what she felt it, it was. Um, I actually was trying to find this quote that I kind of I go by sometimes. Um, I can't find it, but to sum it up, it basically is like if you think about what you don't have, then you'll never have it. Right. Um. Hmm. So I kind of agree, but then a part of me is like sometimes there, like Monja said, there are other factors that can go right. into that that would basically mean that that's not true yeah um i don't know i think do you, do you think people overlook those factors because they wouldn't know about the factors because they had they didn't have to deal with the fact i think so and i kind of think that's where she was coming from because she just like it's just a mindset like and i was just kind of like wow like there's a lot of things that that go into it but then she after she said that though she kind of said like well i'm not racist i'm not a bigot um, she said she think it works both ways, like both both ways, kind of like you know how right. they think you know she she's rich and she's like well you whatever. But I just thought that you know it was it was an interesting conversation and basically she was just saying that they as in her neighbors and community didn't want nomads or people that don't have roots there to come there. And I was kind of like, mm-hmm. so that's uh, yeah, and it's sometimes like um, the the people are you know our counterparts Caucasians. A lot of times. Um, <laughs> The reason why they're in those situations is because they're rebellious to their family. Their family have things set up for them. Yeah, no, they don't no. want to. They don't want to uh, follow behind either footsteps or have a disagreement. They move out, uh, you know, uh, quick, you know, um, prematurely, and they end up in those situations in Section Eight. Yeah. And now, but you still have a trust fund waiting for you right. when something pop off or life insurance. You get a million dollar life yeah. insurance policy. Something, something that your people had knowledge about that, you know, right? Yeah, that yeah. some other that, people might yeah, not have. Where you know, keep across i don't know i'm gonna get on that but uh, these terrible name but you know keisha from next door is you know struggling and trying to you know working three jobs to you know trying to make ends meet you know what i mean so um, yeah and that's why i'm big on our people getting educated on different things that we may not know about like i said in a couple episodes ago like it's it's great when we get uh start being a part of different things in the community and i guess understanding stuff that our counterparts may know that we don't right that way with something would to would pop off we would know just as much of them or maybe even more right. um so i guess just to kind of fi- uh, finish up what happened with the housing project or the housing um development i should say that project um i guess it was denied by the people um in the city um the city council they decided um denied it i think six to zero votes which was like wow um so the developer she got like some loans and, and grants from other people to finish um, but she was like the superintendent of everything was threatened by police and the police was like blocking the interest to the place. And the police was like, well, we don't have a problem with it, but um, the city council denied it. So you have to follow the rules. Um, and I guess um, they also kind of brought up to remember like two years ago when the issue happened, I think a teen, or it wasn't even that long ago when the teen, the black teen got, I don't know if he got killed or they shot him. Yeah. They said the car was kind of bagging up and all the teens are like fighting outside mm-hmm. in Texas. Um, and it gained notoriety because um, of the policing and the race issue. But behind that was an issue which was about housing. And a lot of the teens were like the black teens. So the white teens were shouting at the black teens, like, go back to your Section 8 housing. Because oh, they, wow. like, they were like swimming in the pool. I didn't, right. really, I didn't really know that portion. Um, so it kind of brought up the issue of how um, 
inseparable like housing and race have been so then they kind of got into um the, these federal policies that kind of got us here so it actually started like 80 years ago so they said like in 1933 um you know segregation um and these segregated housing projects were built in these cities that really never knew anything about segregation at all so then they said like in the 40s and 50s the federal housing administration they subsidized these housings um these houses for, uh, which were like single family homes um only for the white people outside of the city community. So that's when you got like the white flight and people moving out to, did we want to use our city at Mequon or Wauwatosa right. or Waukesha? That's when that stuff happened. Um, then they also uh, mentioned how around that time too, industry left the city or the urban area. So, you know, people um, that were like low income, they weren't making no money because, you know, these factory jobs are moving and, you know, they, that, that's kind of how we got poor so right now you know you look at it like you think about other stuff that happened like the crack epidemic and stuff that happened within the city and then you really for me when i was watching it i started to realize how this stuff trickled down on the city and then the urban areas um so then they kind of got into how um and i always wondered this too how the housing development works so they said the irs they give um billions of dollars billions. in tax credits to the state hmm? i said billions yeah um, and then the state awards the benefits or the credits to developers who, and then they sell them to investors, um, which more so are banks, you know, in cash. And I was like, I didn't know that camera. Um, then they said the developers use the cash to build mostly apartment buildings. And because taxpayer uh, money pays for that, they can charge the lower rent that is required. I, I just thought that was interesting because I really never really knew how it worked. I just, you know, we always talk about how Milwaukee, like, why are these apartment right. buildings being built? I think somebody said that, like, what the hell? Um, so it's just interesting to see the trickle-down effect of how it starts with the IRS. Um, and then lastly, it just kind of got into these two civil rights attorneys from Texas. Um, and he talked about how many of these uh, tax credit project, projects and developments end up in low-income neighborhoods because um, there's less pushback from people. You ever wonder why you see like stuff on MLK Drive or up Center Street, and you're like, damn, that's a lot of like project or uh, buildings in this area that are new right? Um, or downtown are pushing all these people out. So they were talking about how it's easier to do um, you know, no, no pushback from people to say, hey, we don't want this because, you know, sometimes our people just don't speak up about shit that's being built in the neighborhood or corner stores or liquor stores, shit like that. Um, and people aren't like mad at you about it. So they said more than 90 percent put uh, put into higher low put in um, higher low income areas over the 25 over a 25 year period. So I was like, damn, like you really don't see like these type of apartment complexes in like white neighborhoods. You, you probably do, but it ain't low income. Right. That's for sure. And Go ahead. I was going to say that was, um, you said someone had brought it up. I know in previous episodes we were like when talking about all these apartment buildings being built, you know, um, who they think can afford this, you know, right. is some of them going to be um, low income. Cause I know a couple of the apartment buildings downtown, they do have some that are low income, but a lot of them it's probably a handful and then yeah. the rest are market rate. And it's like, if, if they do. Like, right. And that's what's crazy about it. I was like, damn, like the whole documentary was, it was interesting to me. So um, then they kind of talked about how um, her name, it was Betsy Julian and Michael, uh, Michael Daniel. They actually sued the state of Texas um, mm. and actually ended up going to Supreme Court <laughs> um, and actually helped set the standard for fair housing nationwide because they were like, how y'all just going to be keep putting these in these certain neighborhoods, but y'all don't want them in these other neighborhoods. Right. Because when low key, when you were talking about it, when you were explaining it before and you said that they put the section eight housing in good neighborhoods or, you know, in neighborhoods that are supposed to be beneficial to the people yeah. coming into it. I'm like, what? neighborhoods are these you know thinking yeah. about milwaukee thinking about what neighborhoods are they actually putting yeah. this stuff into because 
um I don't think this is I don't know if it's the same thing, but I don't know if you've seen that new housing list that had came out or whatever yeah, the no, wait list. It was oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it on Facebook. Yeah, I didn't look at it though. The areas that they were talking about, I was like, these aren't the greatest areas. Yeah. You know? Because you'll see some not to say nothing's wrong with the area, you'll see some right. up and up and down like Center Street going west or something like right. that. And you'd be like, That's not you know what I'm saying? What about putting some out in New Berlin? Because I think right. they built the ones in New Berlin. They're even kind of like, uh, right. why y'all putting these out here? And even, people were mad about that. I don't know if y'all have been out to... Um, I guess it's in Oak Creek. It's California. Right. Why be a podcast? Who's this? Cody. Cody, hey, Cody. How's it going? Hey, what's up? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we're talking about the uh, affordable housing. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Ooh, I'm like, Man. <laughs> hey, Cody, we're talking about um, affordable housing. So I was telling them that I watched this documentary on PBS where they talked about um, the affordable housing crisis in Texas. Um, so I guess we'll start here. I just want to ask you generally, um, do you think poverty is a mindset? Do I think poverty is a what? Mindset. Um, no. No, because there's poverty like everywhere in the world. Like other factors, obviously, factors play into that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, essentially, we I was explaining to them that um, you know how, especially in the city of Milwaukee, we see how they're building these different mm-hmm. apartment buildings within the city. Um, so this um, yeah. documentary specifically kind of discussed how um, this one developer was trying to build this new development. It's um, a town outside of Dallas called McKinney, Texas and Frisco and how a lot of these people it's kind of a, like a richer neighborhood or whatever. They were kind of complaining about it, saying that they didn't want these people in the community and they were just kind of, I don't want to say excuses, but they were making up stuff about traffic and all this other stuff. They didn't want them there. So one of the oh women kind of <laughs> one of the women kind of explained like, well, she felt like the people weren't like her and, and that, you know, she would, because the, the interviewer asked her, like, don't you think that that's kind of, you know, not right and she just kind of like well I, no because they would probably think that you know she's like I don't look at Bill Gates or somebody that's rich and say why don't I have a yacht or why don't I have this and she said I think poverty is a mindset um, so I, I guess that's kind of where we are now and Mwanja you kind of explained that you know that there's other things going on like you're so stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> like um, things going on in the community which you mentioned life insurance things like that that kind of keep people held back okay. yeah yeah like a lot of um, a lot of people are not privy to um, you know, life insurance, you know, at, at our age, it's the best opportunity to have life insurance. So if something were to happen to us are either if we have kids or family members or brothers and sisters that we could, uh, you know, give them a million dollar policy. So I guess the question would be, it's like, do you think that everyone should be educated as far as um, like some of the opportunities to to build wealth, I guess? Do I think everyone should be educated on that? Um, I think that would be a good idea or like, I don't know, something that you should teach people like kids in school or stuff, you know? Um, But I mean, in the end, I'm not saying like that's wrong, but I I mean, in the end, it's like people's choice. I'm kind of more like towards, um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, 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 What's that word? I don't know. Um, I guess when I ask you this question, were you, um, I guess, were you privy to like life insurance and how that kind of works, how that system works, if you will? Or is it something that you kind of had to learn on your own? Or I guess to say, did your parents like teach you about, hey, you know, when you get a job, get life insurance or get 401k or things like that? Or is that something that you had to kind of learn on your own? Everything adult, I had to learn on my own. Mm. (laughs) 
Let me ask you, Cody, where did you, did you grow up in, within the city of Milwaukee or like on the outskirts or somewhere else? Suburbs. Suburbs. What suburb, if you don't mind telling us? Um, well, right now I'm in most of my life like West Bend. Mm, okay. Interesting. Born in, uh, I don't know, where is that, uh, is that West Dallas, I think? Like near Miller Park. Okay. Um, are there a lot of like low income or do you know of any ho- low income like housing developments there? In the past, like, uh, maybe seven, eight, I don't know, I'll say seven years or so, they're starting to show up here. Okay. Uh, do you know of any, like, like do you know of any, like, pushback from people within the community? Like, not wanting them there? Like, specifically low income, not market rate, like, Section 8 voucher, low income type thing. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> West Bend, I mean, I'm I'm thankful, like, I'm starting to see it becoming a lot more diverse, but it used to be like bad white people everywhere, mm-hmm. and so they're and I think mostly Republican, and so mm-hmm. um, just like not everybody, but just like you know, you get those like judgmental people, and mm. it's like well, we want it our way, even you know, like even though it's not affecting them, they don't like it, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and I guess that's what um I was telling them about in the documentary. Like I said, there was one resident they interviewed and she basically was the resident that you're explaining. She was just kinda like she felt like the people weren't like her. A lot of the people were making again, I don't want to say excuses because they were they were like, you know, stuff that people should worry about but it felt like she was just trying to say we don't want these people here so i guess the whole purpose of it was to it it kind of explains how more of these places are kind of put within the city the city itself or urban areas which aren't really economically developed where they said the goal of section 8 vouchers or these affordable places are to put people in better areas for like children or people starting off young to have a better um chance of you know going to school going to college having a degree so I, i guess um I guess to end it off, what are your thoughts on, I guess, putting these type of um, developments in communities like West Bend or Waukesha or something? Do you think it's a great idea? Do you, I guess, what are your thoughts? I think they should put them wherever you can because, I mean, it's like there's people that are going to say, like, you know, they don't want them there because, you know, there's going to be people who judge and right off the bat think, like, drugs or violence or this and that. But Mm -hmm. it's like, no, there's, like, legit people out there that need low-income, like, you know, shit happens. It's not their fault, and you know, right. stuck in that rut, and that's like a good thing to yeah. get them out of. You know. No, yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I, I think if people think like that. Um, there'd be you know less pushback in those communities because um, yeah like you said you never know someone could have you know had a great job and all of a sudden got sick and ill and couldn't work anymore and don't have that support and you know they have to live you know low income you know now they're under private they're in that poverty line so yeah. but uh yeah Cody, we, we truly appreciate you calling in here and uh thank you so much it's uh you know two times in a row you know so <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate it man <laughs> We appreciate that. Yeah. So we'll be here for another 45 minutes to an hour. So tell a friend and tell a friend. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> you should tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend. Okay. Hilarious. <laughs> Bye, Cody. Peace. I was going to say, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I just agree. I feel like um, people who are at this poverty line, like Mwanjay says, they should have the opportunity to... Um, they should have opportunity outside in the suburbs like right. other people. I know I don't I know that when I was in high school they might still have it, but there was a program where like kids could go to school, you know, those suburban schools type thing. What was the program called? Do you remember? Um 
Dang, I forgot what it was. Yeah, because, well, I only know because. Chapter 20 or something like that? Yeah, something like that, where, you know, kids were able to go to those other schools outside of their zip code. I was going to say, this ain't him again, is it? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think so. You want answer? Yeah. Why your podcast? Who's this? Yo, why your podcast? Who's this? Hey, this is Neek. Hey, Neek, how's it going? Finally, hey, Neek. Good. How are you? We're I'm good. good. We're good. We're good. Uh, I guess Reese. Reese set up awesome. Neek. So, Neek, um, we're over here talking about. I seen this documentary on PBS. It, it was about um, the affordable housing crisis, which was um, they targeted more so Dallas, Texas. Um, so, just to kind of give you a gist of what we talked about. Um, initially it's, it's talking about I don't know if you see it in New Jersey or like outside of Philly um, how they're building these new um, apartment developments or whatever and it was just talking about how uh-huh. how more so these are they're, they're more so put into kind of our like poor whatever neighborhoods rather than and, and not put into maybe suburbs of Philly or New Jersey or something like that so um, they kind of gave an example of um, I think it's McKinney Texas and Frisco Texas and how certain people from the community um, have something to say about um, them putting these places um, in their areas and one lady was like well you know these people aren't really like us and you know um I, I don't complain and say like okay I don't have a yacht or I don't I don't live like Bill Gates so she was just kind of like you know these poverty is a mindset basically I don't I don't think like that so I, I guess that's the first question for you do you think poverty is a mindset or are there other factors that obviously contribute to it? Um, I do think like poverty and being poor is a mindset, mm. but like hmm, how can I? It's like, okay, I know I'm not rich, but somebody in my family is rich. Does that mean that we're poor or does it mean that (laughs) or does it mean that we're just, you know, quote unquote middle class? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I don't know anybody personally that I would consider poor in being in poverty, like having nothing. We're just, you know, Middle class or lower class, you know what I mean? I get what you saying. I know, like, yeah. for the affordable housing um, in Jersey, they put them in, like, not such, like, not, like, poor neighborhoods, to say, but they're in the middle. So, yep. if you're driving by town, you'll notice, she'll be like, oh, my God, those apartments are so nice. Then you go to look them up, they're for, like, people on welfare. Mm-hmm. Right, their income base you know what I mean so yeah. it's like I don't know yeah it, it doesn't bother me I want everybody you know to have a nice affordable apartment but in Jersey that's not possible <laughs> apartments out here are super expensive so really mm. yeah. too so it's like I don't know. Yeah. So I guess that was the idea of the documentary. They were saying that these Section 8 vouchers are supposed to help people create an opportunity for themselves. Um, the, right. The, the goal of it is to put these people in communities where they're, um, somebody gave an example. There was like, they were like, zip code is destiny. So if you were to start these children off young and put them in a zip code where they, where they'll go to school, middle school, high school, college, get a degree, um, you know, pregnancy right. and teen all that stuff will go down and drug and crimes will go down um and then it just kind of got into how you know back in the 1930s it started with 
um, people not really knowing about segregation in terms of housing until um, I think the 40s where the people were creating these housing developments or like single family homes, you know, for maybe a town like a white suburb, for example, outside of New Jersey um, for white people. And right. then and then kind of leaving the black people within or, you know, colored people within the community um, and also taking away the job. So now we're at this point where it's different. And then it just kind of caught me by surprise where the lady was just like, well, I just think it's a it's a poverty is a mindset. And these people aren't like us and kind of said that they don't belong here. Um, all in all, the lady that was trying to start this development, she kind of got a little pushback from the people from the community and people didn't want it there. And I just I just thought it was interesting that, you know, you say zip code is destiny, but you're not giving people, these, you know, this chance. People are just supposed to, you know, live in a crab and a barrel type thing right. in these type of areas. So that's just kind of where we're at now. I got anything else for yeah, oh, and one last question. Um, as far as, like, uh, I was telling our last caller, um, you know, a lot of times we're not, as African-American people, black people, we're not privy to, you know, a lot of the financial tools that we need to be successful. Like, for instance, you know, 401Ks and life insurances and stuff like that. And then she's going, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Neek. Right. No, we appreciate Her it, Her phone Neek. was kind of breaking up anyway. Finally yeah. got her. Right. Shout yeah. out to Neek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Victoria's not victims. Yeah, Shout check out. her out. Oh, here she come right. back. I, mean, I don't know if it's her, but. White Bell Podcast, this Neek. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Hello, YBL Podcast. Well, hey, y'all. No, no, I thought we thought that was you. He said, doop, doop, doop. <laughs> Dang. No, but um, <laughs> it's all good. But I was asking, though, it's like um, as far as um, like uh, financial, uh, I guess the financial tools that, you know, a lot of, I guess our Caucasian counterparts, if you will, are kind of privy to. Were you privy to that prior um, to being an adult, like as far as like 401ks life and insurance. life insurances and all different type of policies? Oh, credit. Credit, sure. credit, you know. Absolutely not. Ah. No, I didn't learn about like 401k life insurance until I started working at my current job mm. because they offer all that stuff. Yeah, you like what's so, this? And I'm 25, so mm-hmm. and I've had jobs before, but I never took their benefits because I would get paid less. Yeah. Right. With this mm-hmm. job, they it's so it's more affordable to, for you to still take home money, but you also have great benefits. That's true. Right. And so I, I yeah. just feel like. In our community, we don't learn about none of that stuff until it's too late and we don't mess up our credit or we don't have 401k and we've been working at this job for eight plus years or whatever. I feel like in high school, at least they should start teaching us about credit, 401k, life insurance, all that because we don't know. And then you're sitting there like, God forbid something happens to you. Your family can't even bury you because you didn't have no life insurance. So the same as that thing. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I was talking to someone today, and I was like, I do not recall taking a At personal all. finance class until I got into college. Right. And nope. uh, yeah, you learned about algorithm, nope. algorithms and shit you don't give a fuck about now. Right, they don't <laughs> um, really don't equip you right, with stuff that you right. need to learn. All you need to know is add, subtract, multiply. I still can't do algebra now. So right, and percentage. Don't what even difference use it. does it make? Right, don't yeah. even use it. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I, I guess that's that, crazy, though. And I guess that's what I thought about when she was like, "Well, you know, poverty is a mindset." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you got, you know, some communities or people who don't know, they don't have this stuff handed to them, or they don't know about different things that you may know about that kind of put them in this dynamic of where they kind of need to that little extra push um, to kind of help them succeed in life." So I just thought the whole documentary was interesting. Exactly. Well, we appreciate you it coming back. Yeah, that definitely is interesting. No problem. I yeah. was like, well, dang. I, <laughs> I didn't know where it came from. I'm like, 
I'm like, what's going you on? You said we ain't the breakfast club. We don't hang up on people. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're the supper club. Supper club. We don't hang up on people. We want you to get all your supper. But uh, <laughs> but it, thanks once again for calling. Um, and thanks for being such a uh, loyal fan. Too. Yeah, I truly appreciate you. a great you. listener. Yeah, man. Cause you, no I, problem. You know I rock with y'all the long way. Yeah, okay? and, and tell people about your uh, Victoria's Not Victims. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, let, yeah, let people know about it really quickly. Okay, so a short version, Victoria's Not Victims, I started in May. Um, I was diagnosed with lupus last year in August, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know what lupus was, right. like what were the symptoms, the causes, none of that stuff. So I did my own research, and I found out that a lot of African American especially women are diagnosed with lupus mm. especially between the ages of 18 to 24 mm. so i decided to start victoria's not victims you know as a community a blog so mm. i can educate empower and advocate for people with lupus i also have fibromyalgia which is kind of like what widespread pain but because i have lupus as well they kind of go hand in hand mm. so i started the blog just to you know get my thoughts out because, you know, like, not a lot of people have lupus know what it is. So right. whenever I tell somebody, they're just like, well, what's that? Right, right. So I started the blog, you know, as a way for me to channel how I feel. Because at the time, I really felt alone. Nobody knew what I was going through. So I just started the blog just to get all my feelings out, you know, have people who have lupus or know somebody with lupus. They can go to my website, you know, to find out more about it and um have have you have you've uh, gotten a lot of uh you know people that have the same um condition if you will um have you know have people like i thank you so much for you know opening up and educating, have credit, me. Yeah, educating me and stuff like that yeah um a couple people that i know have said wow you know i didn't know that you That you did that, and I'm, I'm yeah. hoping, and I'm hoping that it's a great release for you too, so Thank you can you. get your your feelings out there, yeah. and then also, you know, people can relate and, um, you know, like you said, create a community, um, that you know might not know what they have and what's going on. So we, we I, I, it's a blessing. I think it's a blessing. Yeah, and I, for me, I definitely see it flourishing. And again, I know me and you, we got something coming. So I know I said I was going to hit you the other day, but yeah. I, I got you coming real soon. So <laughs> we, we, we got some cooking, okay, and, and, yes. I'm, and I'm, I'm very excited, excited about this for you. Wait. Yeah. So. Yeah. So thanks so yes, much for calling. Thank you guys so much for always telling me how I really, really appreciate y'all. Y'all are the best. Well, thanks so much. You have a wonderful day. Peace. Wonderful See you later. Bye, Nate. You too. Bye. Bobby Up Podcast, who's this? Hello, this is Crystal calling from Such a and Lady. Hey, Crystal, what's going on? And Shay, Shay Barbie. Oh, t- oh, we're both on the phone. Hey, hey, Shay. He said Shay Barbie. He said Hey, Shay. Hi. Hey, Shay. How's it going? What's the question? What's the question? Okay, cool. So, I mean, I guess um, in the simplest term, we're talking about um, the affordable housing crisis in, uh, yeah. in Texas. I, I seen a documentary about the um, affordable housing crisis, and it specifically targeted Dallas, Texas. Um, so, essentially, it talked about Section Eight, Section Eight vouchers, how they're handed out. Um, this woman was trying to build a development. With 
within the city of Dallas, um, like a town outside. Dang, people still call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is before, this is, okay, go ahead. And, Y'all know when the Highline You're so funny. And um, I guess some of the people that lived in the community they complained about these people really coming. Um, one woman was like, the people that are trying to get into the community aren't like her. And, you know, she thought that poverty was a mindset because she was like, I don't, I don't look at people with yachts and boats and Bill Gates and say, I should have that. Like, poverty is a mindset. You should be able to work and do what you need to do, you know, versus being put in these communities where... Everybody has the right to the pursuit of happiness, first of all. That's okay, true. yeah, I guess that's what yeah. I want to so, ask you. Yeah. Do you think poverty is a mindset? Do you think poverty is a mindset? I know we talked about a little bit about this yesterday. Yeah. Um, I think that poverty is a state of being, but the mindset can either leave you in it or take you out that's or, you know, oh, that's good. or get you there. Mm. So, I mean, I think we're all products of our environment, but you have the, you, you know, you have the control to change your environment. And, I, you know, it's interesting because I watched The Pursuit of Happiness last night so, mm. <laughs> with my son. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? Just to say and to show him that it doesn't matter where you come from, you can get out and you you have the power over that. And so I don't, you know, I don't know. No, I, I think it's, it's an attitude. You can have an attitude about any situation and make it a good one or a bad one. So yeah. I won't say that poverty is a mindset. I think poverty is a, is a state of being. That is. Yeah. Oh, Shay, what you, you think? get out of it if you want to. Why, Jay, funny. What do you think, Shay? <laughs> oh, Shay's not here. I'm sorry. It was just me because I had to. We're, I'm at a birthday party. Crystal is funny. Oh, and I need to be quiet. <laughs> so funny. Shay was too comfortable on the couch. To move, oh, so. well, Crystal, <laughs> I, me. I think it was interesting. You said you watched the Pursuit of Happiness with your son. Um, one of the things they talked about too, uh, somebody who presented it, um, she said that um, zip code is destiny. So she explained how um, Section Eight vouchers are to get people out of these different communities and put them somewhere where their children, if they start at a young age, probably like your son, they'll be able to go to school and you know go to high school, college, get a degree, not have kids, and all this mm-hmm. other stuff at a young age. And Moanja, you presented the idea of at being in this you know color black community sometimes we don't know about 401k or explain that part that you said yeah mm-hmm. so I, and like i said we, you definitely hit uh you took that topic yesterday and you said you really sat down with your son and kind of went over what 401k means but i guess my mm-hmm. question to you is were you privy to it um, prior to being an adult or, or no honestly i will say that i knew as a child, I was aware as a child that my family was wealthy because I never had to have the conversation of student loans because I didn't have student loans going to college. So prior to that, mm-hmm. it was like, we're gonna, you're going to get scholarships and whatever else you have mm. to pay, we're going to pay that for you. Mm. And so I knew that my family was wealthy, but I don't, I don't know that I could define wealthy back then um, in the nine in the two thousands era, where I, when I was graduating from high school, I might have thought wealthy meant rich. I just uh, knew that we lived mm. in a, in a suburb, and I knew we had money, and I knew I never, you know, my mother always told me no because of my grades or my behavior, not mm. because we couldn't have it. Mm, so for you. my son, who's ten, to ask me the difference between he, he asked me, "Are we wealthy?" And I was very proud to be able to break it down to him so early. And I show him our budget. I show him our mm. 401k and our life insurance and what would happen, you know, if I passed away, what he would get and what he, you know, the choices he would have to make with those that amount of money yeah. now. And he's 10. So, no, I would say I, I did not know. 
I was unaware. Interesting. Yeah. But you, you had a different you didn't know, which is interesting to me. Um, mm-hmm. Last question I want to ask you. Yeah, you said you. I was spoiled you, brat. I ain't gonna, that's exactly what it was. You grew up in and this. I learned. I, I didn't learn until I had my first job and was given the option to contribute yeah. to a 401k right. and they would match me. And that's when I started learning about retirement. And someone told me, you know, your generation is basically not going to have, you cannot guarantee right. social security. You cannot rely on that. Yeah, that's true. And that's when I learned about it. So I want to ask you, you said you grew up in the suburbs and like outside of Milwaukee, I guess. Do did do you or did you see a lot of like housing developments being put up um, that were for like Section 8 or affordable housing? And did you see a lot of pushback from people if you did see it? Well, yeah, actually I had a different perspective because my mother um, owned a social services agency, ran a social services agency for 35 years, the mm. concept self-development center. Hey, Ma. And so my perspective <laughs> was growing up, I grew up in Hillside because that's where New Concept was. Her oh. first location was Hillside and mm. that was in the middle of the project. Yeah. So I used to see her fight for people to be able to get affordable housing. Mm. Interesting. So that was my perspective. I wasn't, you know, I was in the thick of it, but not in it. Because right. I didn't live it. I, I got to go home at night. You know, she right, drove Alexis. Right. Okay. We lived in Brown Deer. But mm. during the day, yeah, I was amongst the kids. I was at the Boys and Girls Club in Hillside. I was, you know, I was so over there. She got here. to be in it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, That's yeah, I, was, I got to yes, be in it. And so I saw her fight for it. I saw her speak to it, you know. And I sat in meetings with her where she was fighting for yeah. those people. But in Brown but Deer. But then I, got, I went home. But in Brown Deer, did you, at home, did you see a lot, like any housing projects being built out there versus within the city? Or no? No, I don't think I, I, um only like retirement homes. Not what y'all are talking about. Not section eight. Not, <laughs> yeah, no, that's the no, question. That's interesting. Not, the closest, the closest projects to me would have been on Silver Spring. I think that's what yeah. line. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what we were yeah, talking yeah. about. See, and and you know, I, I didn't even I wasn't even exposed to that until I was in high school trying to be out here in traffic. <laughs> <In> traffic. <laughs> and, and that's no, I we, guess that's the yeah, argument we of this. Get food on Silver Spring. Hilarious. The club. Like that was it. And that's the argument of the documentary. So. They were saying how, like last year, I think you mentioned, they're not specifically like poor areas, but they're areas that are not where mm-hmm. Brown Deer or with Cody from West Bend. You don't. Right. And that's kind of where this woman in the documentary she lived in a, like mm-hmm. a wealthier neighborhood where she's like no nah, we don't want this out here versus you can put it over there so i guess <laughs> that's the argument where well, you yeah and see that's, it. go ahead yeah uh i mean i don't know it's it's just it's just per- perspective if i mm-hmm. lived if i if i saved my money um had my kids in mind and my family in mind for a down payment on a home in a specific neighborhood because of the specific you know Zip code because mm. of the environment, because of the advantages that exist, because of the people in that those areas, and I pick my home and I live there now. From that perspective, if I saw a development being built to bring in a different culture to my neighborhood, that might give me a different point of different opinion. Mm. Mm. But at the same time, at the same time, if my perspective is I'm a woman trying to make it with my family. You know, trying to give them a better life. I want to come to your neighborhood because it is better. Right. Yeah. Right. So it just depends. You know what I mean? I don't really know that there's a right or wrong answer for that. It just depends. I can't say that either side is right or wrong. When you yeah. make it a race issue, that's when I think it becomes right or wrong because right. you can't generalize. Yeah. 
a whole, you can't make a general blanket statement about a whole race and say, well, yeah. I see a whole bunch of black folks coming in now in the project. That's not fair. Right. Yeah. Well, you that's know, what the the lady, the woman said. She didn't specifically mention race, but what she kind of said was interesting. She said that the people that would come into the community, they would be working class single moms, people who are struggling to mm-hmm. keep their heads above water. They're not people of the same class, and as her and her neighbors. Um, and then she kind of went into she's not racist or she's not a bigot, um, and that's what kind of threw me. Yeah. Like, well, what do you, what do you, what do you mean then? So I don't know. I just thought that yeah. it was it was interesting. I think it's. I think it has to do with the same where I live now. You cannot have more than two people in my strip of condos live there who are renting. And mm. I think it changes things when you have people who are renting and paying minimal amount of dollars and yeah. dollars that are given to them to live somewhere and the amount of care that they put into their home. Yeah. You know, you when you are working and every dime goes into your yard, your fenced in home you know the outside and the roof and all that and you care about it you people don't destroy what they create right and when you don't create it and when you don't have to care for it you may not care about it being destroyed or you not may not care about you know you destroying it yourself and just leaving it any kind of way i'm a landlord myself so i've Mm -hmm. had people you know who are (laughs) renting come in and destroy my place and leave like nothing ever happened and i gotta pick up the pieces so (laughs) i think it just I think it's just a mind. That's a mindset. When you don't, when you are not the one fitting the bill for it, Mm -hmm. and it's not yours, and you don't own it, and you don't even understand what it means to own something, that's what it is. What it is. I think it's a lack of education. Exactly. And that's what we kind of say. I think it's. I don't think it's class or race. I think it's education. And if people were educated and knew what it meant, or if it actually meant something to them to destroy their property destroy their environment then you know then you might see change but that's why there are rules like that in place yeah well crystal we appreciate you calling in and um and you know no give me, give yeah you definitely input. offered a different perspective yeah for me, at least. definitely you yeah. and cody and, and um, Nick too yep check them out such a well, shout out to y'all yep yep and such a and, ladies will be uh, uh next week so check them out as well too on monday yep yep that's, yep that's our sister podcast so peace sister, peace sister. all right y'all bye crystal peace. bye I was going to call her Nick. <laughs> yeah, we got some calls there. Beep, beep. Yeah, we definitely got <laughs> this week. Yeah. So. I I think, like yeah, I think this was a good conversation because you got three definitely different perspectives. Cody, who lives in West Bend and, and you know, he's white. Um, Nick, who right. lives outside of Philly and um, Jersey. And then Crystal, who really just offered a different sp- perspective coming from um, somebody who said her mom actually was trying to fight for people um, for right. 35 years. It's a long time. So. Um, interesting. I guess one thing, yeah, one thing that I definitely noticed is everybody said that they don't see what this article said. With the basis of it is these developments being put in these other communities. We see, like you said, eh, not too ghetto or whatever, but it's eh, but you don't see them in Brown Deer or West Bend, and you know, and you know, people can say that they agree that we should put them out there. But like Crystal said, as a landlord, she got her. Her preconceived notions or what she saw happen, mm-hmm. and I, I hear different people who right. own property say different True, things. But so. I mean, I guess we can't. I that I think that that's basing everything off one person. Yes, what I'm know? saying. Everybody has their own perspectives on it, right. which is interesting to me. Um, and then kind of what we even talked about, just how the over 80 years, how it was kind of created that way, where the white flight was created for offering it to white people and not people in the community. And which kind of set, maybe set, do y'all think that set people back where say it's 1945 and they offer these new houses out in Mequon, but you can't go cause you're black. 
and then the jobs go with it. Do you think that's a setback yeah. for you? Yeah, absolutely. Fifty yeah. years later. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that plays a portion into what's going on now within the city? No jobs, the community, better housing out there, better school systems, and you want to get out there too to create a better, you know? Mm, yeah, I mean, I think yeah. so. Yeah, you gotta now. Yeah. Now instead of hopping on the bus and traveling 10, 15 minutes, right. now I gotta hop on the bus and travel an hour. But um, I gotta get my kids up, go to school. School doesn't start till six, and I, I gotta catch this bus. Like uh, I can't make, I can't, yeah, I gotta quit. Lot. Yeah, and like you said, the jobs are further away. Actually, me and one of my coworkers were talking about that. As far as like really good jobs are further out. I know they're. Um, I know y'all know they building that new the whatever the little car street car thing. Um, and that should help with, you know, people traveling. But yeah. I still feel like no one should be traveling a two hour commute on the bus to get their yeah. job, you know, things like that. But and I seen pushback on that, too. I was reading, obviously, comments and people that don't even live in a city where you're wasting your taxpayer dollars on this and that. And it's like <laughs> you don't even live here. You don't you don't have to endure what these people endure. Like, right. who knows what type of help or if not help, like it'll it'll do something for people in the community. It's people that live up north and you're spending our money like it's different here that you wouldn't even really understand. So, I mean, I can't really speak too much on it because I don't have too much knowledge. But if you're offering an, offering another form of transportation for people, right? I mean, who knows? Um, just to kind of end off that documentary, though, it, it just kind of explained. Remember, I said that the the two attorneys tried to sue the state of Texas, or which they did, um, and it got to the Supreme Court. Mm. Um, and then they kind of explained that um, tax credit properties. Um, it's, they're only going into the low, com, low income and minority areas in Dallas, and they were looking to get the house and into higher opportunity areas, which were wider areas. Um, and this case is actually still going on. Um, and I guess they said it to end it off, it just kind of raises questions about whether or not the tax credit program is working as it's supposed to. Mm. Um, and that actually was a good question because, as we said, we don't really, from our callers, the three callers we had, and Mwanji, I guess I haven't asked you, do you see any? Uh, or heard about any of these um, low-income section section eight specifically apartment complexes or developments going into areas maybe like Waukesha if you're going out to Iran House or something like do you um I have no I, I guess Waukesha said it was a county it. but I really you know. paid attention to it um, but I, I do think it's a great opportunity um, if you get the right tenant in there yeah um, you know somebody that wants to you know uh, take care of it. take care of the family and get them out of a certain area or neighborhood where you know the child might be susceptible to you know gang violence or gun violence or you know just you want to get you want to and ultimately as a parent you just want your child to have a better right. life than you did so um, yeah. I think it's an opportunity there um, you know and I think people that are living in their normal homes should recognize that, you know, there's some people that don't have the advantage and this could set them up for them to finally get to get to the point where they need and then they can purchase the same home and then somebody else can get in right. that place. And then it just now your right. community is being built and it's being built by people that, you know, now live there and contribute right. to that community. So, I mean, I think in theory, it's a great idea just to make sure you put the right people in place right people and education is key with everything mm. like we just got to educate people and people need that opportunity obviously we can see that there was some sort of setback with um just how history worked uh, over the last 80 years but um yeah i just i just thought that was a um good documentary and i think we had a really good conversation, good conversation. about it yeah, yeah that was definitely. dope shout, shout out to, to those calls yeah the calls we all had different excuse me perspectives and then shout out to pbs um, DACA. Um, Wanja, I guess, cause you kind of t- tell us what you know about what DACA is. Cause you said you really didn't know too much, but. Well, um, I was listening to Brilliant Idiots and it, I think essentially, 
it has to do with immigration and immigrants and i'm not like i said i'm not for sure mm-hmm. exactly what um the policy is but i just one of the perspectives i got from brilliant idiots andrew schultz is that um daca was in place by president barack obama he enforced it mm-hmm. but the way he enforced it was uh considered unconstitutional if you will mm-hmm. so now that trump's in the office what he's trying to do is I think, if I'm not mistaken, he's trying to make it in a law that's forcible through Congress and um, through Congress. So, uh, and I don't know exactly what the policy is or mm-hmm. what how yeah. it works. So, if you can, uh, you know, yeah. kind of enlighten me on that. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to ask Lassie, did you know anything about what it is or anything besides the immigrants or whatever? No. no. Okay. So, I actually listened to Angela Rye's podcast, and I, she's really good for that. So, I got the beginning of it, and it it kind of gave me more. Um, Insight on what it is specifically based, you know, just from what you kind of said, Moanjay. So I guess just like you said, President Obama put it in place in um, 2012. Mm. Um, it stands for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program. Um, so the idea of it was um, young a young person in, that's been in the U.S. for 10 plus years, um, they could pay a fee, submit an app, they have to pass a background check, um, and the government would give them work authorization, which mm. is valid for two years. Um, and then it actually removes them from removes the risk of depo- deportation. Um, so in 2012, they said like um, 800,000 uh, people apply. They submitted the app to the Department of Homeland Security, um, and you know they they passed the background check, so they should be good. Like these people are working, they're studying right. in schools, they're doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So when Trump was actually running, he promised to repeal it in his first week of his presidency. But, you know, from Obama being a good advocate and people like, you know, you don't need to be doing that. You really didn't hear too much about it, you know, until really like now. So I guess the issue was um, um, the Trump administration, too. They were actually they're still processing application, actually processed like 200,000 applications. Um, or renewal apps, which is the funny part about it, and they're still doing it now. So the issue was um, Ken Paxson, he's um, an attorney general within the state of Texas, along with like nine other states. They wrote a letter to Trump and his administration um, threatening him like, you know, if you don't repeal this, um, we're going to sue to stop the program. So the letter itself kind of created like this arbitrary, um, I forgot the woman that called in, like it's kind of an arbitrary chaos and a deadline um, to make for the for the administration to make a decision because it's not really something that's kind of there yet. It's just kind of something that popped up and people are really just trying to people that, you know, that are active, that, that the people that are within the program that, you know, that this program got them here. Those people are people mm. like us or people that agree with it. Like, hey, these people should be here. They're really trying to, you know, put um, make people aware about it. It's not it's kind of arbitrary, like chaos in a sense, which makes sense to me. Um and they said that like 86% of the people support the DREAM Act. Um, so I guess they kind of explained too, which made sense to me, that the idea of, of what these people that don't support it are trying to do is they're trying to like pin people against each other. So they're trying to say like these people, these immigrants are taking jobs from, mm. for example, uh, more so targeting black youth because they're more employed. Um, and these jobs should actually go to them versus these immigrants. So they're kind of like playing the African-American people or the community against the Latino community um, instead of like creating more jobs, you know, versus saying, hey, these jobs should go to you, Lassie, because you're black instead of saying, why we can't just create jobs for everybody that's right. here. Right. And then you got these kids who are scared. These people who born here, they, they may be illegal, but they know nothing about these other places. They're born here. So how you going to say Like somebody was crying on TV. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I've seen some videos where yeah. um, you can go ahead and answer. YBL Podcast, who's this? 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I was gonna say um, I've seen some of these videos, and a lot of a lot of these um, one in particular that I've seen, um, I've seen two. One of them was just one lady, and she was saying she's a business owner. She went yeah. to school here, and she said, you know, she's more worried about the kids. But she said her thing is she's been here. She doesn't know anything about her home country, right? You know, because she's been here so long, been and that's what a, that's what a lot of other people are saying. I was brought here when I was two, and to me. They're from yeah. America, you know, because yeah. that's like saying somebody who, you know, how people be like, oh, well, I was born in China. Okay. How long did you live there? Oh, we, yeah. we moved back to America yeah. when I was three Two. months and yeah. shit. Like, you, like I don't, okay, so you're from Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so that, and that's the thing about it. It's like these people have never been, maybe even they've even been there and they're right. crying on TV. <laughs> so I, I guess the idea of is these people, they're trying to find someone to create the blame and put it on that person. Um, like you should take the anger out on them because they're taking away the jobs and you know because Moranje doesn't have a job because him from over here is taking it so that's why we shouldn't support it and, you know this is just like what that would do with anything like let's put right. the, let's find something to put the anger on so I just found that that statement was interesting too like yeah you got a point yeah, and then, not to cut you off but somebody actually said that in one of the videos it was like you know for him and they were referring to Trump for you to say that I'm stealing people's jobs yeah kind of you know was like smack in the face yeah, like i'm just, just out here trying to live like everybody, everybody else. else why can't we create why, why do we have to pin moanja and lassie together why we can't make an opportunity for them both you know exactly. what i'm saying like, um so i guess where i left off is is and, and they made a good point too is like people think that immigration is just latinos right but you realize they kind of mentioned that you know there's black people i was gonna yeah. say it's, um asian other different un, undocumented people. people they said there's right. over 500,000 like black people from different nations mm-hmm. all over the world Asian mm-hmm. people that aren't it's just not about Latino people so right. I think that's what it kind of targets and people think like that um, so I guess that's just kind of what I learned about it you know I knew about it I remember hearing about it in 12 there was a lot of con- controversy about it but just to hear and learn about again there's some underlying person or thing people put you know that's the thing people pinning someone you should be let's find somebody to blame right and we learn that with the you know we're on drugs we learn that with different stuff you know in america let's let's say somebody else did it and just because we don't want it right and i mean even if you go back to when trump was running yeah and he would always be like they're stealing our jobs they're doing yeah. this who are, who's they yeah. like, because everybody out here just trying to live you know yeah. and i think that it's real fucked up that to me, like you said, it seems like it, everything is being pin, pinpointed to Latinos, yeah. or Hispanic people, and Bruh. that's some bullshit. Yeah, I agree. So, I, I, I guess, did y'all have any any more remarks on that? Like, that's just kind of what I learned. Like I said, no, I, I, I from what a, I've seen and from what you just said, I just got a lot of information. And, and even I was like you said, said was that good? <laughs> yeah, no, and even what you said, there's um, a lot of people think it is just geared towards Hispanics. No, even on Twitter, they were like, no, there are black undocumented right. people. people there from are Jamaica, people you know, from exactly different places. That so don't you know? Let's not put it all in one person. But like you said, why does it have to be me and Mwanje against each other? Why right. we just can't create opportunities for the both of us? Why we both can't just be out here making it? So why can't we be friends? <laughs> That's funny. You were singing that, and it made me think of uh, I was singing Jay Lamo's song. We taking it, taking it. <laughs> oh yeah! Shout out to Takers. Yeah, shout out to Mwanje. I'm <laughs> 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 Shout out to Jay Lama, my bad. 
Just because my name is Mwanja. No, I was going to ask you, uh, did you have any more remarks on that? No, um, no. Nah, thanks for enlightening me because I, I did not know the, um, and I didn't take any time out to actually yeah. learn what the, uh, what the uh, I guess, the policy was and, and what's going yeah. on. So. <laughs> so, yeah, for our <laughs> listeners, I guess that that's just what I learned from it. I think that the, I forget her name, the caller that did call into Angela Rice podcast because I definitely want to give them credit. Um, that's what I learned. It was probably maybe the first 15, 20 minutes of it. I didn't get to catch the rest of it. But no. um, as we know, Angela Rice, she's a, She's always educating people. She has people calling in, giving their input. So shout out to them and what I learned. And I, th- I thought that I should share with other people, too. So there's well, a thank big you. witch town. Where you, come, where you come from? Where you come from? Where your project I at? just come from the poorest part. Really? They where you grow back? put the house and development in <laughs> <new> Section A. That's not funny. Right. That was very oh. That was poor. 50 Cent and the stars thing. What you got So last y'all know 50 Cent leaked. Power, <laughs> yeah, we talked about so, that. So, um, genius. So I liked it too. He came. <laughs> he came, he actually yeah. posted on his Instagram that he ended his um, beef with stars. Right. Um, but season he secured season five. <laughs> he secured season five, and he also said that it should be coming out sooner than. You know, Please. we Wait don't have to wait a whole year. Right. Hopefully, I'm hope I'm hoping we can get it by like April. Give me give me February. It's a June June. Um, uh uh-uh, that's the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I saw the last time, June 28th. Or was it May? I saw, I saw it. That was a well, okay, I'm hoping that he if he can pull some strings and get us to come out shit even a month earlier that'll Ooh. work for me. Um, but on top of that, not only did they secure season five, which I think they set it up good um, at the end of season four. Um, he's gonna have three new shows with stars. Yeah. Um, BMF tomorrow today. I got away. Um, I hope that they're all different shows from what Power is. Mm, um, I don't know about BMF. BMF blowing money fast. Yeah, I know. Eh, we'll see. But um, I'm I'm geeked. You know, I think he got a good thing with Power here. And if he can create three other shows and have four shows that are that do well, I'm mm-hmm. shit. I'm geeked. Yeah, and he got his uh, skit stuff on BT. Uh, right. Fifty know what he was doing. He was doing. Of course all that he did. Because remember, he said something to the effect of, "Man, turn to uh, unsubscribe to stars." And he's like, "Never mind, turn that back on." Hilarious. So yeah, he knew what he was doing. Um, it's just a strategy to, um, you know, kind of. So we we we're all becoming. We we know his game. Because <laughs> the issue the school is, with people like you. The issue is always is that you got the you got the talent or the creators versus the corporate. Corporate doesn't necessarily see the vision that the uh, creators do. Right. And vice versa, so that's when there's always that clash. But um, I mean, it's nothing. To, it's it's proven that Power is just a great show, and right. that because of Power, you could say um, that Power kind of got the subscribers for stars. Uh, for stars, yeah. Because I know a lot of people that cancel their subscription once Power is off. So sure. yeah. So I know um, I usually do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still watch Survivor's Remorse and uh, American Gods, but. Uh, I watch Survivor's Remorse. That's good too. On the mic, Um, yeah, but yeah, Uh, wow. And but I yeah. just come from the bus. <laughs> the nastiest part. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Done. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so shout out to 50 and uh, congratulations on uh, yeah, we need getting, a sponsor. getting what you Yeah, getting come what on. you uh, yeah. are asking kid. for. So. All right. <clears throat> this last episode of Insecure. Man. Listen. I know we're going to have a little debate about this. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to just prep myself for whatever the hell Mawaj got to say. Because <laughs> I ain't even going to lie. Me and my boyfriend had an argument after we watched the last mm. episode. And I what had we to, argue about? We argued about Issa and Lawrence's argument. And <laughs> I know. It sounds funny. But, you know, I was like, 
he is bogus as a bitch. And he was just yeah. like, no. Oh. I'm, eh, <laughs> eh. I'm, 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 go, go ahead. Stevie, what's that problem? <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, you got titty ass in your phone. Say it again, say it again. Say the whole thing again. Stevie, what's the problem? The problem is, you got titty and ass in your phone. No, but oh my goodness! That right, why she good. say ah? But anywho, no, my issue, <laughs> my issue, with, my issue with Issa and Lawrence's conversation was, um, the things that he said to her. My thing is, you had to have that feeling pent up for a while, yeah. and why now? You know mm-hmm. that ain't he the first. Had a chance no, to to her. no. Yes, he did when he came yeah. to the house he and he came fucked her. That's all he wanted to do. No, that was his fault. No. Then that was his fault. Fam, but he should have just slid up in it. He should have said he how did, he felt. He didn't. He didn't see the pictures. He didn't see the pictures. That's of, his fault for getting his feelings. When he was fucking with Tasha, now he fucking with um Apollo. He can do Apollo. That. <laughs> Apollo. He can do that. Apollo. Why, why can't he okay, not do that? So he can. So but the same way she can smash, fuck with Daniel. Why would you smash the same guy that you cheated with? That's because the nigga I cheated with. Because the nigga don't want her back. That makes no sense. Okay, so okay, so you cheat on your girl with some with some some girl, right? Right. Okay. So, would you be wrong for if your girl said I don't want you no more? Would you be wrong for going back to the girl that you cheated on her with? Uh, Boom, yeah. I think I'm asking. Yeah, right. If, anyway, right. if you want them back, if you want them back, if you want them back. Okay, but once you're really not giving you no play me, with it, show, show me. Why is he a liar? Show me. He know show, damn why, well. Why would I mess with the same chick that I, I made a mistake? You with? gonna use that same energy? Yeah. Why would I use <laughs> that? Fuck that makes no sense. Okay. But what's your argument about? I'm sorry. My thing is, the thing is though. He did see the picture, <laughs> but the thing is, if you don't, if you don't want her back, what was the point yeah. in feeling the type of way you felt? And what was the point in blocking her? If yeah. you cool with her, if you if you cool on her and you don't want her back, right. what's matter? the problem? Fam, why I mean, would I want problem? to? Why would I want to scroll on my Facebook and see you with the same dude that you cheated me with? I didn't. I don't. I don't understand how. First of all, technically, it. technically, they were in the background of someone else's picture. Right. Okay, They're but just why, talking. I don't want to see that. But though. that's the thing. I just like y'all say, that. women jump to conclusions. You're jumping to a conclusion. How you don't know they was out and they happened to see it the nigga? It doesn't matter. It do matter. It do matter. I don't want to see it. I will. I'm going to block it. Then you insecure. Yeah. Then you insecure. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, I get, and but I don't. I don't see it as what you're saying. I see it as if. You, okay, he on Facebook. He's scrolling. Obviously, duh. I, I can see that you cheated with somebody, and you you in a picture. You like, oh, okay, but right. that's that part to me. You're jumping to conclusions. I can it see you don't matter. want. It, it does matter. Oh, it does you're matter. jumping to conclusions. All the feelings. If that's that the case, felt, why not? Why not block her off top? Felt, why not block her off top? All the feelings she cheated that with the nigga. You done with her? Bow. Go away. What you say? Out of sight, out of mind. Delete her right there. It don't matter. But why until you see her with the, the nigga again? You, you're at the point where you don't care. You fucking Becky. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, what's Keisha? What's her name? Tasha? All these other hoes? What that is, failed ass. I mean, thing. young women. It don't matter. <laughs> She's no, but no, but so our argument was about mm. the specific thing that he said. He said, um, "Damn, something to the effect of her fucking other niggas while they was together and her being a hoe." And I said yeah. he was out of order. Wrong with that. No, no, he out of order. Oh, okay, go ahead. You don't, you don't, you don't, I'm gonna let you, you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. You don't get ahead. to. You don't get to project on this bullshit to me because right because. Of something that happened. Just because I fucked one guy, I mean, I'm out here fucking all these niggas. Fam. She said she's on a hotation. I don't understand. He don't know that. He don't know that, though. He don't know that. She was being a hoe. 
know. I, you know what I think, though? Okay, okay, okay. okay. But you know what I think, though? Oh, my God. I, I think that, that makes no sense. I, okay, okay. I don't okay. get it. Great. Okay, go ahead. Oh, my God. I, 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 I get what you're saying, but he didn't know that, Tell though. Me. No. <laughs> my I thing is, it. I think that when he said that to her, when he said something about, I bet you he treats you. What, what did Daniel say he to said, her? He um, said, no, he said, I bet he disrespectful or something like Some that. Some shit like that. I think she didn't yeah, She didn't think. He had, yeah, that's what she thought of. I think that's what made her go. <laughs> right, sad. As I shit. think that would make her feel like KO. <laughs> but <laughs> she didn't think of whatever he he was just kind of there. Right? He was just kind of right. like, yeah, the nigga didn't hit my face. So <laughs> and I she started to fight. So he I'm started. Sure. He came out there. Why? What's the purpose of coming out there? You got a whole another girl in there that shouldn't have been with you. No, and, no, no, no. In no. his defense, Molly did tell Molly gave him the nod to go out there. But that's fine. But if that's you should have known. Okay, I I don't need to be out there. I got a whole true. other woman sitting at the table. You should know your girl. Or excuse me, your ex, whatever. Like. <laughs> What the hell is going out there and talking to her? The, you, the y'all haven't had a conversation that God knows was talking when. To her saying, "Hey, look, I I, I apologize. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know what this type of party was. No, no you knew it was bullshit. invitation. She shouldn't have brought her in the first place because first of all, that's it. poor party etiquette. Yeah. First and foremost, everybody, you don't just bring someone to someone else's party when it was RSVP and it was no plus one. So ain't no goddamn wedding. I, I don't know what the party was, but yeah. uh, the day when it's all said and done, was he intentionally trying to uh, create a scene by bringing her? At yes the end or no? Of the day, yes or no? Yes. Yeah. At the end of the Lies. day, you yes. brought her. Y'all don't believe that. What's the purpose of bringing her? Okay. What's the purpose of bringing well, her then? Right. What was the purpose of bringing her? He you knew, knew he, he had a talk with her. Yeah, he had a talk with her on the stair. My ex going to be there, this and that. I can go. Like He should have told her no. She off top should have said, as soon as she said my ex going to be there. No, she didn't. She said something to the effect of we can just go after you want to just drink after. No, but he said I can go. She said I can go with you or something like that. Right. Yes. Or I yes. can go yes. with you. She to give him the option. There's no option. That you should have said, OK, no, no he still boop. he still should have said no. Boop. Regardless, deal with that over there. I get back over no, there with at your the girl. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, get back I, over there with I, your ass. What about the end of the day? What about the beginning of the day? The beginning of the day. That's she how they cheated. Start. The whole shit First started of all, cheated. Let me yeah, say, no, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't accuse me of all the things. things. You, you know, know that you were guilty, guilty of. of you did it. I see. You didn't have no motherfucking job. I did, yo. Making some, making some beats. Oh my and it's a shame. I got sperm on my face. Like, come on now, chill out, it's bro. It's tasty. You got sperm on your face. <laughs> she is, Pause. Pause. <laughs> but that's what happened with Issa. Issa want to make. If Issa want to make a song about that, you might as well accuse well, me. I will say though, <laughs> make a song about that. I am looking forward to the season finale, which um, if any of our listeners yeah. do watch, it is coming on late. Yeah, Right, it's coming on later. She said it comes on at um, 11 p.m., but it is 45 Ooh. minutes. So I'm interested to see. Sleeping. I know Daniel and Issa. I mean, not Daniel. Lawrence and Issa are going to get together and have a conversation that I feel is much needed. But he's still out of order Fuck because that. you don't get to call me a hoe. Yeah. No, I guess. Okay, from, uh, okay, all right. No, you don't. No, you don't get yeah. to call you, me. And my a thing hoe. is, you know, he don't. My thing is, he don't know about this hotation thing. Exactly, you know what I'm it saying. Doesn't matter. Yes, it do. Because matter. she has sex with one dude. I'm a hoe. Exactly. Really? That makes her a cheater, Sexual. not a hoe. It makes her a cheater, cheater not, not a hoe. She had, sex, was, she had sex with one dude. Yes. Lies. No. Continue. No, we're Continue. 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 Mute the mic. Mute all y'all mics. No, but he no. doesn't know about her rotation, right? That's, that's what you're saying. No, 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 no. You yes or no? Please, that don't say, matter. Answer this one question. Does he, he know about her rotation? No. He answered. He called her a hoe in reference I to Daniel. I right? Right. He called exactly. So if he only know about Daniel and he don't know about these other niggas, how is she a hoe? 
Cause she fucked the she First fucked somebody. All, shut fucked up. Somebody in a relationship. He just hurt just like her. That, fucked okay. somebody in a relationship. <laughs> next subject. This is where I, I want to go. Next subject. Nigga. This is where I want to go no. with insecure. I, obviously, we see he he's hurt. He's all over the place. He fucking bitches, and he finally found Apollonia. Um, <laughs> he he's still tearing up her house and voice. doing all this stuff. Why she got to tear she up her house? A, she had a breakdown. Um, he knows a yeah, lot she been um, anyway. Molly is confused with Joe. Her like I think every I think I seen a lot of this too, and I think like damn, it's like everybody's going through something. It's kind of like now I'm yeah. at the point like, can we find this breakthrough though? Can somebody know what oh, they're doing? I, th- I love it. I think it's great. I, like I was watching that show, and the tension was so. I had to pause it. I was like, oh my. God. And, and I think that's the thing, though. But it's like so thick. It's like it, it, it tackles real life stuff. But it's like I'm excited to see where who finds that breakthrough first, and when somebody say, "All right, let's fix this." I don't shit. want Lawrence East to get back together because he's a hoe. Okay, so we can, before we get there, we all can agree that yeah. everybody's all kind of everywhere with the yeah, situation no, and that definitely. because I've seen a lot of um, I guess comments and people were saying like you know the season kind of dragged along with everybody just kind of just doing shit mm. and I guess I want to ask y'all do y'all think what the show is projecting do you think it's realistic in terms of everybody just kind of like I, just about I do because I mean granted we aren't as old as I guess what yeah. they are portraying in the show but shit I know we all have our own shit going on right. and we 25 so or 26 excuse me <laughs> oh people no <laughs> I hit it wrong. but i think i think it is a real because you know molly she's still dealing with this you know how she went to the partners and they like well you know we'll, we'll review this next year when your right. thing actually comes up like that's kind of slap in the face but i think that it is real because i think that they these are real life situations because everybody just out here trying to make it like we just yeah. trying to yeah. do better be better get better right and Shit, I feel like Issa is, but you know, somebody also posed the question why she ain't got fucking car insurance. Cause <laughs> <laughs> she ain't no car insurance. She a hoe. Her car ain't fixed. She should have smashed Daniel for car insurance. But anyway. really? but no, I, I think at the core of the uh, show, I think, of course, a lot what of extra stuff. You keep saying it. A lot of extra stuff for favorites. Uh, you smash for favorites. But at the core of it, um, I think the idea, I think the show is realistic. Of course, when you do a TV show, nobody wants to see act your actual life on the screen. Of course, they're going to, you know, fib, uh, fib a couple of stuff or fluff some stuff up to make it look, right. you know, entertaining. But I think a lot of people saying like, oh, this is fake. This is that. I just think at the core, if you look at the core of the show, yeah. it's, it's two women. Friends going through stuff together, and not even and, just them; it's everybody that's around. Everybody else around exactly. them, and, and how that affects them. And I think that people, if it was just two women, yeah, maybe could have drug out a long longer. But you got other people a part of the situations that create this dynamic. That maybe, if you want to say, East is the main character. It's kind of like a family tree. It's kind of like you know, you ain't right. good if your kids ain't good in a sense like that. But everybody has their own problems. So I'm interested into. I'm interested in seeing. Um, if it ever comes up, Molly and Lawrence's relationship because yeah, like what you said, yeah, um, you know, as far as her going to his job and you know, he was like, hey, Molly, you know, he actually held a conversation with her, you know, because I'm the type of person if I see somebody that was cool, my, you know, that was that's cool with my ex, I'm yeah. be like, shit, I ain't yeah. saying shit, I ain't having no conversation, you know, I'm gonna be pissed, but um. I'm interested to see yeah. because, like I said, she gave him the head nod to go outside, and he mm-hmm. kind of listened to her. So I want to know what their friendship is like. And yeah, that's a good point, though. Yeah, I want to know if Lawrence is going to bring up 
seeing Molly and her yeah. asking him, yeah. you know, will he ever take Issa back yeah. and what, what his actual response was. Yeah. So I hope that comes up. In I think the they finale. get a, this episode. They they get a, the previews. They did a good job of kind of hiding what's going to happen with their conversation. Right. It was mm-hmm. just him outside instead of giving a snippet where you like, oh, I know what's going to happen. So now it's like you really don't know which way it's going to go. Because mm-hmm. off top, seeing an argument, Lawrence, I got Apollonia. I'm happy. She seemed like a good girl, especially Apollonia. talking to his, her his oh, friend. I forgot her name. Aparna. Aparna. Sorry, Aparna. I really didn't know her name. No, me I neither. I I, it took me a minute. Post. I like Aparna. Okay, Aparna. Sorry, I didn't know. Her voice a little manly. Yeah, she cool. He got Aparna, and he was just telling his guy, like, you know, this might be good girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, interesting to see him when Issa called. He, so, I feel like that was an interesting um, introduction to their relationship as well, because she at the office telling everybody that they out here kicking it, and he like, shh. You know, like, why everybody got to know? Yeah. And she was like, oh, my bad. But I'm like, well, I mean, granted, when when Lawrence first started working there, you was fucking a white dude. So (laughs) I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever she wants to do. Her business. The, the, exactly. It's her business. Yeah, we didn't even know the character existed until he went to start working. But you don't know there, she so. on her hope too. Okay. Anyway, right. Uh, it's not even anyway. Dating and relationships. Dating and relationships. So, uh, um, about a week ago, about, about a week, week ago, <laughs> um, I put on Facebook a question, and literally, my status, none of my statuses have, have ever it. been booming it like did that. Numbers. It did numbers. Um. 68 comments and counting no but i put the question up and it says um is um shit something about going to the movies with opposite sex friends would is that something that you would allow or i hate that word is that something that you're okay with your significant other doing uh going to movie with what you mean with like the opposite opposite sex sex friends so your girlfriend why no for what why no movie for why why and Why? this is a group, yeah. And then, but if you're gonna move with just somebody else, that, that, that no. Why? Why? Why would we want to do that? What you mean? It's a movie. It's a yeah. So so um, a lot of people also said also added in there is I said is going to the movies with the opposite sex friend too intimate of a thing to do? You think depending that's too on, intimate? It, it, maybe it's depending on the time frame too. If y'all going in the morning. Mm, I don't I, see why I time mean, matters. Yeah, time it's, it's dark in the movie night, theater at all, at if all it's times. It's nighttime, can't do it. It's right. dark in the movie what, theater what you at doing, all times. What you doing with your friend at night and you're not here with me? Maybe we both just got off work. I mean, nah. that, that kind of makes sense a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, if it's early, um, I, I, I can see because, like, when the movie lets out, it's like, all right, I'm going to go to my mama's house or some regular during mm. the day at night. It's like, you have to go home, not have to, but you know, it's like, right. it's dark, go to wanna, bed or you wanna, hey, drink. No, Uno's right here. What's, what's to, open at the 2 a.m.? Yeah. Your grandma say legs. And it was at the 2 a.m., but I'm like, it's like, oh, let's get something to eat. Let's grab a bite to eat. Now yeah, you I, can, here, I can see so what you're saying, space. but I mean, it's a slippery like, slope, but I mean, mm-hmm. see, it's a slippery slope. I feel like everybody want to add other components to it, but yeah, if you look at the core of it, like I said, I personally would, um, I would not do that. Okay. Personally. I wouldn't do it. Reese, how you feel about I, it? I think that when you are in a relationship with someone, I guess you have to know that friend that they're going with. Like if of it's, course. if it's a, um, well, some people, you may not really, some people may be like, whatever, I just trust them without even knowing the friend. Right. I think you would need to know what type of relationship they have. I think though, when you are in a relationship though, like say, some movie come out for example if there's like this Game of Thrones movie that's just what's on my mind right now because okay. I said I was going to try to watch it um, it's decent and not from what I started but I'm going to try again <laughs> and rough start you don't like it and say your mate's friend does 
and that's just their thing and i think that as the person in a relationship you should be able to be like you know what you know bae bae whatever you call them I don't like this shit, but because we're in a relationship and we're working on us and, you know, I'm trying to be interested in what you're interested in, I'm going to go see that with you versus you having to go with this friend because we, th- this is what we do we're in a relationship. But on the other side of it too, I feel like if you know the friend and, and you, you know, their relationship and this is just what they do, um, why not? So I can see both sides of it. I would have to, like I always say, I would have to be in the situation it depends on a little bit more to me, but at the core of it though, I, I feel like it's kind of. I don't know. It's kind of more to it than can they just go to the movies with somebody else? So um, a lot of people were saying that a lot of people said my man in the movies in in a movie theater in the dark with somebody. Uh uh. And I'm like, I feel like they don't trust their man. Then that's what that's what I was saying. I'm like, y'all making it if if it's about being in the dark together. Yeah. Even what somebody even commented said, I'd rather them just hang out. So you rather them just kick it at home. Instead mm-hmm. of going to the movies, it's Netflix yeah. and chill talking. About. Right. <laughs> so I was just confused, and and I I even said, you know, different stroke for di- different folks. Maybe I don't care enough. Maybe I'm too trusting. Maybe I'm too nonchalant. I don't really know. I mean, I even put out there, maybe I'm stupid in some other in people's terms. But to me, it's not a big deal. I'm sorry, my boyfriend likes scary movies. I don't. Now. I understand, you know, like what you said, I want to be interested in what you're interested in. If you want to see this, sure. But also know, if I go see a scary movie, I might have a little nightmare. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> so, you know, that's not something that, you know, I don't want to put myself in that situation for him every single time. Like every time a scary movie come out, I don't want to be like, all right, let's go see this. No, go with somebody else. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, but I feel like that's kind of pushing your mate on to somebody else. I get it, but I think that it's something that maybe. If you if you do it together, it could probably change what happens at night for your nightmare. Because I've been to the movie, like I'm not a big fan of like action movies, depending on the kind or some. What was that movie? It came out like 26 times different. Um, I think it was Saw, and I went to see oh, yeah. it like years ago with somebody else, and I'm like, I really didn't want to see it, but I was like, whatever. So normally, like gory parts, I'd be over there. Not that I'm scared, I just don't want to see the shit. And he trying to pull my hands from my eyes, and I'm like, fam. And I was like, oh, well, shit, it wasn't that bad. So I feel like some stuff, like you, you have to. Kind kind of do together to kind of put that little interest out there and then you'll be able to be like eh, or eh, or maybe yeah you, you need to really go with somebody else so i don't know i just feel like i, I would still go like there's shit, a ton of movies i want and i didn't give a fuck about but you know i, I felt about 100 houses like i i was when i was with someone um they wanted to go to 100 houses i was like i don't I was like, why would I put myself in the danger? Yeah, like, so and then I was like, oh, top of the two, I gotta be first in line, I gotta be front, I gotta be manly. Now they gotta jump in front of uh, these people jumping out at me, right? One dude, one dude was like, hey, chocolate, (laughs) I was like, no, I'm like, like, hey, handsome, how's it going? Then you know what they say about chocolate or something like that. I was like, oh, and he was musty too. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, but it was just, but, but it was a lot, it was a lot for me, and like. That was something that we did often every year. Like, let's go to a haunted house. But and but in hindsight, it was kind of fun because I was the you know I was the protector, the guy. So I kind of right. stepped out of my comfort zone. Now, had what what if would have happened if I'm like I'm good on that, and then she would have went with somebody else, another guy. Now right. that guy is taking the role that I should be right. taking. That's a know? good point. So, so, like I said, and that's, it could be slippery slope. But okay, so my question is, if their opposite sex friend has a partner, do you still feel that way? Yes, because I, I kind of feel like 
what why, why don't they go with their partner? Why don't why won't they go with their partner? I think you that know puts I mean? the same thing out there for them. Yeah. Yeah. I kinda Cause you know, I, I had a I had a male friend for a long time, um, some years ago. We were really just friends, but not that I was like I wasn't the problem because it was like some stuff that they did in their relationship I didn't know about because that was what they did. But me and him were just cool. We had different things in common, and he wouldn't say it in like a romantic manner. He would just like kind of vent to me a little bit. I wasn't really too open, like open because I feel like that's what y'all do. So he would vent to me, and then he would say stuff like, "Yeah, you, you know, you can laugh at this stuff with me in a friendly manner." It wasn't really mm-hmm. like that. So I would just kind of be like, "Well, do you present that stuff to her?" That was always my first thing. Like, how about you do some stuff with her? She just won't do it. And I feel like not that that's both. But I feel like you, when you're in that relationship, you have to be able to step outside, step outside and kind of adapt to what they like and do things that they, even if you don't like, some niggas don't like matinees and they had a matinee with their chick or whatever it is. Like things that really are outside of your realm, whether it's a scary movie or something else, I think you have to start within that relationship first. And if you do figure out that it ain't what it is, then if that's what you want to do, I can't fault you for going, having them go with somebody else. I, I don't have a problem with that. It's just, if I really don't give a fuck about it. And it's like, if I know that y'all really cool, then, but I'm starting within our relationship first. That's just, it ain't, I don't care. Go over there. So. And on top of that, like you missing out on a moment. Like what yeah. if they, they go to the movie theater and something cool happens, like such and such was there. Shaq or somebody was there. That's only really the first Shaq. I could think of. Like <laughs> really? he was there. Like, hey, hello, it's just Shaq. But, um, and like now you missed out on that moment because now you know now that moment is shared with another person and yeah you know you didn't want to go but it's kind of like <laughs> now they, now you now you come back home babe guess what we saw at the uh, like who we we no but you know, I don't know I get what you're saying but it's yeah. a little forced but I get yeah. what you're saying I but I yeah. think but what I want to say about that is small details matter like small stuff matters and to me a lot of stuff versus the whole picture is what you do something happened in the movie you almost tripped and it was funny as I remember like whatever little oh, stuff man. like that I just, I just think stuff matters I just chalked it up as to I'll probably be single for the rest of my life because <laughs> I don't I don't really care like I'm sorry I'm not my thing is there was a uh, I also seen this video post of this guy he said um he was explaining about opposite having opposite sex friends in a relationship and one of the comments um there were actual two comments that kind of I was like this is how I feel about it because people make it seem like it's such a big deal or you know I wouldn't even say it's a big deal to me he more so put on people who people who pretend like they're just friends but they actually fucking around on the low if if somebody if i know that Damn. someone has a um interest in me that's not in a friend type way i wouldn't even put my relationship in jeopardy like that right. and be that close to them that's what i'm saying i feel like it takes two at the end of the day someone could come on to you but my my thing is as my man what is your reaction to that are you you going to put your friend in her place and then, you know, fall back from her? Or are you going to fall into it? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be, that wouldn't be my friend no more if I found out. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. That, I feel like that's, that's out of respect for your girlfriend. I don't want to be there for me personally. I know everyone is different. I don't want to be there dictating all the type of friendships. But one of the comments, the girl said, um, personally, if you're with someone who wants to be in a relationship with you, then it, then this isn't a problem. It doesn't matter if they have friends of the opposite sex or not. If a person is going to cheat, they're going to cheat. I don't have time to regulate who someone considers a friend or not when it comes to my relationship because they have to be the one to respect me. I have other things to do. But I don't think that... To me, that's not what I was saying. I just think that it's more of you've been in a relationship with the purpose, with the person first, then if need be, or if, if that's what you want to do, if I'm just totally not interested, if y'all really just friends, then go. But I'm talking about within the realm of initially, 
I'm going to go with you whether or not I like it or not because I'm doing this relationship thing with you, not for you to go with your friend. But if that's the case and I really don't give a fuck about the movie and it's like, yeah, no. Like if you tell me you're going somewhere and there's dogs there, <laughs> but I guess my thing is, My thing also is A lot of people were saying That the movies is intimate It's a date Why does going to the movies Have to be I think it's just a, It's traditional It's, well, yeah. it's you going back to the times Where people sat in the car When movies are outside And you watch Like it's, it's just traditional It's just like Why some things Are just the way they are It's just a traditional Thing that we People do people. What you want to do Oh we can go to movies Or go out to eat Like that's Like not typical But that's what you typically Hear from people In terms of Let's go on a date It's, it's changed now Because times have changed But I think that's just Old time shit Like And I think as a friend uh, as, a, as the opposite sex friend You would be You would want to be courteous Like okay Yeah You, you know would you would just Naturally want to be courteous Like I, if You know Would you want your mate To go out with her friend Of the opposite sex you know, to a movie like I don't know. I just I just feel like there's there has to be some type of, you know, if your friend of the opposite sex is in a relationship, then you have to I don't know. There has to be something, some type of consideration there, um, and some a different mindset. Like okay, we can't we can't go to the movies like you used to. We can't do this because majority of the time they're going to be spending time with their mate. Yeah, and just that and the other or like or, or for yeah. like you used to call them like at twelve o'clock at, in the morning and right. about a joke. You can't do that now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, like, and it's funny that you said it because that's how that's how me like I was telling you my friend. That's how we were. It was points where um, not that even that I asked. I just I ain't gonna say I understood, but that's you you got a whole mate to to do that shit with. Like you know what I'm saying? And and not to say it was like we we had our times where we hung out together and it was cool. But I think you both definitely have to um, whatever introduce. Each other and just oh, be yeah. comfortable with that's it. I think too. that's a part of it. But to me, it all starts within the relationship. And then, like I said, if I don't want to, really don't give a fuck. If you don't give a fuck, then all right. I mean, to each his own. Like I said, yeah, like that's, said, it's basically something, a that's something that you thing. that you're cool with. And if your mate is cool with that, then by all means, like I, just I said, think I'm gonna me, be I'm gonna be single for the rest of my life. Yeah, well, you're in a relationship so. now, so that's not what it means. It's just no. It's I, I just, mean, my thing is, it's, an opinion, it's based upon what you want to do. Like, if you comfortable with it, I I, I I think it's more than just can you go like Mwanja you in a relationship, you know. You and Lassie finna go to the movies. Like, I just think is does Lassie know your girl? Like I just think it's different than just can I go oh, to the movies? Oh, does it's, my girl know Lassie? Like, yeah, that, it's more to it than just going to the movies and I'm finna go to the movie. Like, who the fuck is Lassie? Like no, I get that, but I'm saying like based off like literally almost every like, but you, I, but I probably I, only had two people who was like, oh, that's cool if my if my girl want to go see something like I have a friend who likes to see kitty movies and his but I guess girlfriend doesn't so. Okay, but I think there. I don't know. I just think there's more behind it than just because I don't like it. You can go with somebody else. Like I just think that say if I don't know. I think everything. I did, all I'm, I'm I'm speaking when I speak. I'm speaking in terms of me. So if, you know, if that's something that you're down with and your mate is down with, by all means, go ahead and do it. I, I mean, think of course, me pers- I'm not saying no one has yeah. to change their relationship based right. off what we're saying or based off. I'm not changing my relationship based off anything that anybody said. But in my opinion, my just my whole thing about it is. It don't seem like a big deal to me And I'm not going to go see Countless scary movies Because that's what you're into If that's right. what you're into Fine But I'm not going to watch that shit With you all the time so Now you get the fire I did compromise And I told him I would go see it That's it 
Oh, that movie's not scary. That movie's funny. You ever seen the original it? No. Nope. Oh, you just watched the guy. You don't watch scary yeah, movies. I'm scared. That is hilarious. Oh, my God. It's so funny. It's just, I heard it was very funny. It's a, yeah. it's a balloon. We sitting right here and a balloon just flying across the room. Like, that's hilarious. It, clowns are funny to me. I, I'm, I'm sorry. done with you. Mm-hmm. Funny the, 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 the original one scared me. I remember I was a kid and we lived on Mill Road and <laughs> it was like some um, townhouses and I had to go home by myself one night and I would stop between each crack and be <laughs> I was like seven when it came out. Or he when got we, these big the, shoes on, and this, this he was scary looking. Though. Oh, it's so back the other old. It. On topic, on topic. Do y'all think the old it was is scary looking? Scary looking, more scary looking than the I new one. I said that. Yeah, I think the yeah. old one is. I think the new one is more. Digitized yeah, and new. Forced, yeah, I yeah, think it's more forced. The other They're one trying to make scary. them scary, but yeah. cl- me clowns are funny. I, I always thought clowns were funny. <laughs> Not everybody yeah. thinks that though. That I was no, scared. Uh, yeah, I know. I like. I just. I just think it's yeah. well, to me. I think it's interesting. I like. I like what y'all had to say. Um, yeah, I, just, I don't know. Just back. I guess back to what we was initially talking about. I don't know. I like. I. I totally think that for me, I'm starting within a relationship. If I really don't give a fuck, then if Ooh. I know the friend, you know, go on, by all means, have a good time or yeah. find out about them. But. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. Don't 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 come to me with some random. Oh, me and Amy. Who the fuck is Amy? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying though. I think that there's something behind that though. Like, cause you're saying if if they say, hey, I want to go to the movie with a friend, I, cause you're saying they're just playing out that statement. It's okay. I, I'm gonna be real. This happened to me before. This happened to me before. Somebody. I didn't even. Well, this. I guess this is kind of sorta. On topic, on topic, on topic, on topic. I guess off oh, topic, topic, on topic. topic. <laughs> like uh, Lassie says, um, I found out that this particular person went to the movies, and it was RoboCop. Robocop. Was she your girlfriend? More than that, but definitely, I, yeah, <laughs> more than that. Yeah. So, so I guess it's kind of not fair, but this is how I. This is what my ideology comes from, where I had to find out on the back end, like, yo, like I thought you were supposed to be. At X, Y, and Z place. See, that's different. They that, and that, that's different, but <laughs> that's what. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you, regardless if, if you're friends or not, then yeah. Like, did you, you know? Still, like, huh? Did you know the friend? Did you know him like that? No, no, well, ne- no. Yeah, but no, that's what I'm, I'm saying. saying that. I'm s- Even if I was introduced, I'll kind of still be like, okay, why are y'all going to the movies? You know, at why y'all want to go to the movies so bad? Like, why you want to see Robocop so bad? Did you want to see it? No, I thought it was trash. But did you? Would you mind if she said, "Hey, Moan J, I let's go, go watch the movie"? Yeah, if we want to go to the movies and see Robocop, then let's go do it. Because I, it's, to me, it's the it's the moment shared. Yeah, well, I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, too, it's yeah. the moment shared because like I don't, after, I don't feel like I need that to share that movie moment with them. I can share other movie moments with them or yeah, any even, other moment with them. Yeah, because because there's going to be a point in time where you're going to do something they don't want to do, and then they and he point, still might not do it. That yeah, see that's the thing because then cause you could point back and say I went to, you know what's the name with you come to what's the name with me and like I said it, it, they might enjoy it you know apple picking like <laughs> I feel like it's just all about compromise that like, too if you don't want to do it then you don't have to but it, like I said if you know the person I think that's the other portion of it too like like if I'm going I'm going to the movie with Amy who the fuck is Amy like I don't know her <laughs> no when I initially proposed the question it's with to me a friend that you know a friend that yeah, you but is may that have kicked it around. No, but oh, okay. but when people were saying stuff, I'm like, so but you, I was but like, I guess why? When you don't direct it like that, you're leaving the door open for those other questions. I mean, like, perception. If people, well, yeah, that's. But I think that's where different answers come from. Like, if you were super specific with it, I think that people would have maybe had different answers. Like, if you told me if it was a good friend and I knew, and they both were so die hard about it, or I just didn't give a fuck about it. Shit, go. And I think movie. people are just naturally just self. Self, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? I want to say self-conscious, I guess. I don't know. They like they're or, or naturally insecure because why why is this person so special that you want to go to the movie with them besides me? What? But see, that's what I don't understand. Why is it just the movies? Is it does that does that does that attitude towards the movie pertain to anything else with them kick, hanging out, kicking it? Anything that else was like my what? thing. Going out to brunch or going to the mall or anything, hanging out, going to the library, going I, to the see, gym. I I, I I totally never had really the situation, but I was the other per like the friend where we would go out just we maybe once a month just to catch up and talk like business ideas shit and just call out to call out to call like mm. we really here just talking. <laughs> like, right. So like I've, right. I've I've really been that friend. And I'm like. Mm. Should you be here? Like, you can go. You no, for here? real. Like, I mean, and then I, to her defense, I really didn't know her like that. Right. And also to her defense, I didn't know he was not with me. Honestly, he was out here like that. And I'm like, I yeah. see why right. she liked that with me because I don't even, you didn't tell me to the last minute that you was just, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, the fuck? So, <laughs> yeah. So, I, like, th- that's what I'm saying. I think people create these different <clears throat> scenarios or maybe past situations or just maybe people go off of what they seen with their parents or what they, yeah, it's different. Past, yeah, Molly. Ch- like, Hey Molly You never really know But <clears throat> I don't know For me Like I said I really can't say Until I've been in it In specific situations it's, it's always a different thing But Movies off top If you tell me Hey can they go to the movies With just a friend Who's the friend no. I ask that um, If I know them Depends if I, It just depends If I give a fuck If I want to see it well, I, I'm going to go like, can we all go? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, no. she's at the end. <laughs> she's in the middle holding or popcorn. Or she cannot come. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, <laughs> no! Now she can't come. But yeah, what? <laughs> never mind. We ain't gonna go there because I'm like, what? She can't come now? Like, okay. Um, if I'm going, no. The fuck? What she be there for? Oh Lord Jesus! Oh no, Lord Jesus! <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, 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 can't, she can't come. Like that'd be perfect. That that'd be a good chance to get, to, get to know her. each other. That'd be a good chance to get to know her. How we can't talk to her in the movie. You can have a good time and join them over. Well, you know, you meet you at the movie. Hi, my name is Lassie, and um, and my name. Why are we meeting right now? <laughs> exactly. Ooh. No, I, but if we like 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 know each other, then why we all can't? I, I if we all know each other, sure. I just but, think uh, it's see both sides is interesting. That's that's funny that you. That's said a good question. This is really smart. That's a yeah. good question. That was a good. That's that's. Good. Uh, that's funny that she said that. Why she got to come? Now that's funny. That's fucking funny. Now that's funny uh, Yeah so that was our uh, Dating and relationship moment That's uh that's I can just see I can see people now This is Hey this is Lassie Lassie What's she Amy. doing here It's kind of like Fuck you going to moves with her for <laughs> You funny see, We about to see it uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, We about to oh, see and it Did she hit you with the uh, Did she hit you with the uh, Oh this is I love scary movies The dagger And you were like Great that wasn't a good grade, Lassie. <laughs> no, that was not Bitch, good. Shut up. <laughs> you go ahead. I'm, can I have a talk with you? <laughs> go ahead, get it with the talk. <laughs> this is great. But I think, no, but obviously, if it's, if it's a friend that I know and we are working oh, yeah, out together, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's different. But my thing is, Lord. if it's a friend that I, we not gonna go back into yeah, it. Yeah, never mind. That's fucking okay. funny though. Oh, great. No <laughs> okay. I said I don't care no more. <laughs> Because yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody different. Whatever what someone that's would the whole do purpose in their relationship, someone else yeah. wouldn't. So that's hey. fucking funny. Oh man. Okay. I guess. Time for my non. Ooh na 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 na. You said in the mic. Oh ooh na 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 na. Five ooh. fingers. Ugh. Need one though or two. Okay. Ooh. Question. I've been kicking it with a guy for almost a month. We've been on a couple of dates and just hung out on a couple of occasions too. One of the times I was at his house, we started kissing and he ended up giving me head for a very long time. 
it was actually the best head I've ever had. But now I can't help but think he does that to every chick he dates. What should I do? Am I overthinking this? Read it for me one more time. Okay. I'm just going to start from the part. She was kicking with this guy and they went on a couple of dates. Um, one night she was at his house and we were kissing and ended up give, he ended up giving her head for a very long time. It was actually the best head she's ever had, but she can't help but to think he does that to every chick he dates. What should she do? Is she overthinking that? Oh, so I okay. guess one of the questions I had that made me like, okay, as a guy, when you're just dating some, say you're dating a whole bunch of chicks women mm. do you give all these women head like if you're sexually active mm, with them nah no because a lot of sometimes and this might be wrong but some women are 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 we set we date them for certain things like this woman might be the breast woman this woman might be the 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 kisser this woman might be the you know you know the head the woman the woman i give head to or she might be the one that gives me you know so I, I mean, that's me personally. I'm, I'm thinking as as from my perspective as a guy, because um, you don't you don't want to just do that to everybody. You know so I guess how I mean? do you know? Like how do you be like, hey, I'm and, gonna give her head. Like, I, and I guess on top of it too, sometimes it could be the mood in the moment. Like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go ahead and go for it. Like we chilling in movies, movie watching Watch Netflix, we watching Netflix or whatever, and. You know, the candles are burning. Down the hall to the bed. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You know, on the couch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, got the wine going. Or the conversation is on point. Actually, I just want to eat. Mm. It's so I funny. Wanna, I want to take your soul. Get over here. You know. Really? Type, yeah. like, Get over here. Snatch. So it, it depends on the mood. It's just not like I'm going to eat her pussy, not hers. Or I'm just going to eat only the woman I'm going to. Is, is it? Because I'm not going to eat. <sighs> Have you been the guy that said I'm only going to eat you if I'm in a relationship with you? Or it's just like, eh. Um. James said, doom, 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 doom. That's Um, that's a good question. Um, so, have you ever ate a girl pussy that you wasn't in a relationship with? Don't lie. Debo voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say it like that? Why you look like you got caught in the corner and shit? It's going to be a conversation I had. Mm-hmm. Give me uh, what? Nothing. Go ahead. But I guess as a woman, I guess as women, would you both... So if a guy, if a guy proposed... If, you know, if y'all dating or whatever and guy proposed that to you, like, are you just going to let him do it or... Give me head? Yeah. I mean, you know, I like to see what uh, that... Tongue action does just playing. Um, Lassie, what you think? You want to just let the guy just like y'all dating, whatever, and then he just he's like, I just want to munch on that carpet. You know what I mean? Don't come at me like that. Oh, like, I mean, well, he gonna say that, but you know, like he okay, just want to give you head. Like he just want to give you head. Like, are you, I, just gonna, I, I, are you gonna take it? I, no, I, I don't th- even like head. Oh, I, th- I knew she was gonna say that. I, I think we. For me, I think we need to be in the mood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't be like, I just want to give you head. I'd be like. I'm just gonna pull down my yeah. pants. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, awkward. Like, I just want to give you a head. It's like, yeah, I can see, I can see exactly where Reese coming from. I mean, if I you gonna, say it like that, I ain't gonna say I don't like it, but it's not my favorite thing. Right, okay. So, yeah. I mean, like, definitely. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would want him. I would have to be in a mood for yeah, it. Yeah, like don't know. come at me like. Sometimes I like if you ask at the right pussy. Like, if you if you ask at the right time, 
Right. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it, it has to be a move. Tell me she just put her legs up. It just, it hey, like another thing. thing. Don't oh, come sorry. and be like, oh, I'm going to munch it. Like, okay, you, you could go. Right. You like, go munch somebody we, else. We got to be, like you said, the conversation move got to be right. right. And if we doing our thing, well, chicken wing. <laughs> but, <laughs> I think in this and now, she's overthinking it. Like, I, yeah. Like, how, like, from the information that she gave, like, how can you just assume that he, she he does this all the time? But, but me and Lassie, when we, when we presented it earlier, I thought it was a good question. Like, how do you guys, like, Lassie, I think you said, how do you? determine you know i'm gonna eat this pussy you kind of explain it but it's like for you but i guess it was an interesting question because right, what are the factors yeah like it's not i don't say something i thought about but like if mm. you are dating somebody and that happens it's like when do you be like i'm gonna i'm gonna eat that pussy like, really just like this? <laughs> <laughs> no for real though because or it's just a move taste it no um see i don't like that me baby right <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, I think it's just you know some guys are just so straight up freaky yeah. but let me let me i guess i have my question is would that be is that an issue for you like are y'all exclusively she yeah, was gonna say are they exclusively oh. dating yeah. do you know that he's seeing other people that's what i was gonna say does exclusivity that's why i said do you have to be in a relationship do you just want to be exclusive you're not does that oh we talked about this i don't want to go back there <laughs> we did Anyway, never mind. Forget it. Nope, nope, nope. Don't do it. I'm always confused. There's a time when we talked about dating and we was going on and on and we were just confusing each other. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole, yeah, no. Just call it a date. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. That. Straight away. A lot of people's ideas are skewed, so. Yeah, so do you think being, being, this is also off topic, but I guess, I'm not going to go there, forget it. So, uh, yeah, so basically for you, Mwanje, whether you're dating or in a relationship, it just depends on the mood. It depends on the mood, yeah. Okay. It depends on the mood if I feel comfortable with you. Because, I mean, the, I'm grown. the giver, yeah, the giver has to feel comfortable, but also the receiver <laughs> has to feel comfortable. Like, you can't, yeah. I'm not just going to be, you know, going you know, down. Pussy, and you like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and like, and really? lots, to lots of point of view. To lots of point of view. Look at that cat. <laughs> but, um, ah! <laughs> Ice cream, not popsicle. Oh, sorry. Um, but oh. yeah, like, like to lots of point of view. Like, by that time, I should have had enough conversation where I should know that that's something that you want or like. Right. So you know what I mean. So yeah, it, it's it definitely is a conversation. But back to my dear not she's overthinking it. Yeah, she's, she's definitely. Overthinking I think she is it. too. Yeah, like, I mean, because yeah. the. I guess to me, depending on how deep their relationship is, and I mean, she kind of don't trust him. Yeah, that's in a true way. too. That's a good in point. In a way, because if you're thinking about him Boss. doing that with other people, I mean, granted, if he was dating a girl a year ago, I wonder how long they was dating. Right? Maybe that's what her question. Maybe they just been dating for like two weeks, and he just ate <laughs> pussy. <laughs> for real, like, but, but sometimes things happen. Maybe could have been the first night. I mean, you never right. know. Maybe he, maybe he liked her enough early mm-hmm. enough to know that that's something that he wanted to do mm-hmm. to her and the other girls. Girl he was like, you know, you niggas. <laughs> Excuse me. What'd you say? You know, you niggas. What we look, do? Look. What we do? <laughs> <laughs> the looks I'm getting here. I'm done. Um, NWA. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. I read something random when I, when I try to check out. <laughs> I do that too. I'm that's really why it's funny. I, write, uh, I was gonna say, I know Rihanna can't wink. Uh, yeah, she she overthinking. It's just, I mean, shit. If you like it, go with the flow. <laughs> Enjoy your licks. <laughs> right. You ain't got you ain't got do nothing back. <laughs> Top locking trap percolate <laughs> percolate time for the percolate. Oh, uh, we should have went live percolate. on Instagram. That would have been funny. Hilarious. <laughs> Shout out to you the might enjoy your time. Shout out to the Anana of the week. Well, you know, it might be good. Shit. Say ice cream, not popsicle.
Question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. Yeah, sorry, I was mixing up. Quote of the week. Quote of the week. Oh. I didn't think about it. I was like, wait, we should going along with my dumb self. Yeah, both fought. That's why I looked at her like I knew it was wrong, but I was like, oh. Too funny. So I actually found the quote that I was looking for earlier when we were talking about the affordable um, housing crisis. And it says, if you are thinking, I don't have enough money to give, bingo. Now you know why you don't have enough money. Mm. When you think you don't have enough to give, start giving. As you demonstrate faith in giving, the law of attraction must give you more to give. Hmm. Hmm. And in my my um, empowerment of the week kind of goes along with the affordable um, housing crisis as well, too, with the whole Section 8 thing and they were being pushed back um, from people that's in the community uh, saying, we don't want them here. They don't think like us. Um, this week, I want you to be open-minded. I want you to, to mm-hmm. um, look at different perspectives and take different perspectives. Those three calls we got, there were all three different people that didn't know each other. And um, they had different perspectives and different um, point of views, if you will. So uh, so take the time out to look at someone else's point of view before you start judging someone. Um, and Because uh, you never know. You might learn something new and see where someone else comes from. So, uh, yeah. So this week, just take time out and uh, learn someone else's perspective and uh, point of view and, uh, and hopefully grow from and be open-minded so it's mm. my empowerment i like that y'all y'all have That's some up. i like that some good shit this Thank week you. shout out to y'all right. it. <laughs> question of the week no question, question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> i said it was earlier just playing um <clears throat> question of the week for oh my god episode 44 going into 45 um how different was your life one year ago watch it um, ha. Ha, ha, ha. How different By golly you asked me a question <laughs> <laughs> By golly uh, Did we say that last time Who said that you last time You said you I'd be some good lines don't I? But um, no. last year <laughs> Last year <laughs> I was Let's see I was 25 So I was sitting at home With pussy juice on my face Just, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding <laughs> this, is, this is why we're gonna get up out of here. Uh, <laughs> is that reason why they don't? <laughs> no, I'm gonna have so many conversations tomorrow about this. But um, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. What was I doing last year? We went to South Africa. Um, I, yeah, that that allowed me to um open up my mind, open up my uh perspective that th- that this world is much bigger than Milwaukee, much bigger than the, the Thompson household, the United States, Wisconsin. The, there's a lot of, and then also too is not only that it's much bigger, but it's it's also similar and, and have differences. There are a lot yeah. of people that when we were over there, um, they were like, yo, you like T.I.? You like this, that? And I'm like, how do you know about T.I.? How do you know about Trey songs? And they were playing all the hot songs that were that would come on V100, and they'll be playing them um, over there, too. So it's just, it's just the world is so massive, and there's, there's so many nooks and crannies that to be discovered <laughs> that, you, you know, you just got to open your mind up and go and travel. And um, so, yeah, I, I think I was kind of narrow-minded uh, in a sense, from hmm. last year to this year, now my mind is just—I'm ready to explore more. Hmm. What about you, Lassie? Um, man, how different my life is. I think now I have way, way more confidence to go after things that I want. Um, and as y'all know, last year, this time. I was <laughs> I know anybody hiring <laughs> Right I was on YBO Talking about Somebody Give me a job Help Help me find a job Lee. Um, So I think Just going from Where I wasn't In a position to Where I wasn't In a position Where I 
where I am now, you know, having my own place, having my own things, taking care of myself as, you know, the best I can and doing better, being better. That just wasn't where I was last year. Like I said, I have more confidence to go after certain things, talk about certain things. Um, obviously, now I'm in a relationship. So shout out to that. Um, growing more every day. Um, that's Bay. I don't know. Simply put. What about you, Reese? Um, really? So funny. Gang sign. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are not affiliated. I'll be yo. I'll be yo. You're oh, so God. oh gosh. <laughs> Are we still live on your page? Um, <laughs> what pod you rep? <laughs> by Moanje. <laughs> I did end it by then. Um, I think for me, um, last year I was, like Moanje said, I was a little bit more closed-minded, not only because of the South Africa thing. Um, for me, that was a place that, like you said, when we talked about it, not to say you were, but I think even you were kind of like uh, at first about yeah. going there. And I think mm-hmm. I do a lot of research on stuff. So not just that, but I think just in general, I was a little bit um, closed minded just towards people and things. And um, I've always just kind of stuck to what I know. And I mm-hmm. think this year I've been a little bit more open to um, different things like dating people, um, just kind of what society and, and even just at home in our city over, you know, United States, what people have to offer. And I think, um, another thing too is I've been learning and I've been doing this for a long time, but I feel like I've been doing it in more of a closed manner with myself, just kind of doing things on my own, but exploring on my own more so too. Um, in college, I was on my own, just living alone and getting through that and working, but it was more of a routine thing. Now I'm kind of starting to explore and expand and understanding that you really don't have to wait on people to do things. You can mm-hmm. kind of just do what you need to do and it, and it's okay but I, i've been there but now i'm really starting to understand that don't hold yourself back for anybody just right. give yourself wholeheartedly to what you want to do and don't give a fuck about what um what people say or which what what's expected of you because only person that know you is is you mm-hmm. so i think that's what's different for me i've i've been I'm a little bit more open this year just to to things and in general into what I want to do and, and not just waiting on what somebody else want to do. And that because I, I learned real quick, especially, especially this year, like whatever fuck you want to do, do it. At the end of the day, people will come like, I can't believe I think I asked you. So. <laughs> right. So. So, yeah, that, that's for me. So, again, um, <clears throat> question of the week from episode. What's this? Forty four. Damn. <laughs> like for real. Like, I just feel like we was really on, almost 50 so funny it's like we was we was just saying we almost 40 <laughs> yeah I, I feel like we we're just on 26 or something question again was how different was your life one year ago um again hit us on our website ybopodcastmke.com submit yeah. your answers there that's the only place it will be um it'll come directly to us um all our social media across platforms if you just want to find us ybo podcast mke um episode 44 y'all as always i am reese berry that's r-e-e-s-e-b-e-r-r-a four y's that's twitter tumblr snapchat and instagram and i'm lassie y'all can follow me on snapchat at lola baby b-a-y-b-e-e and on instagram and twitter at la creme lola mwanje this is Way Mwanje, that's M-W-A-N-J-E, and you can follow me on IG, Ooh. also on Facebook. It's <laughs> your sultry ass. It's your soul. J, the Gemini, Snapchat, Twitter, Tumblr, and um, women, let me know if you like my voice. Who said no? Like, right, they were like, tell Mwanje. <laughs> I'm like, so you're Mwanje. Are you from Africa or something? Just put this part on repeat, you know. Who said, yeah. last night I thought to back.
<laughs> when we make good love, listening to Marvin Gaye all night long. But what? But girl, I want that whole thing back. Make, make these moments once again, again go right. Oh. So won't you? So won't you? <laughs> Come on now, do it for us, babe. <laughs> good love and body rocking, knocking boots all night long. Uh-huh. Making love until we're tired of two. The break of dawn. Come on, so come on and turn the lights down and let me get on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Because when we do this, me and you, it'll be so right. Out of breath, <laughs> Out of breath. No, nigga, I just can't fucking say it. <laughs> and then good love. Episode 44, man. Fuck Mwanja. We out For of real. <laughs> Bye, dude. Peace.